to episode three of the Varangian Heresy. My name is Jody, and uh, with me as always is my good buddy Chris. Hello Jody, how are you? Not too bad buddy, how about your good self? Well, my voice is a bit off, but otherwise it's quite fine. Actually. Cool, like I said, powers of, powers of good old British tea buddy, good old British yep. tea. You, yep. you are drinking proper tea and not this um, fancy fruit tea stuff that seems to be floating no, no, around it's, Sweden. Uh, it's proper tea. Good. That's important because, you know, otherwise it would just be wrong. Um, with, with a dash of lemon for the throat. I'll let that slide. <laughs> it's good I'll, for the throat. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll let that slide. Do you know what's good for the throat as well? Whiskey and honey in yeah, a cup of tea. Or you just yeah. do that as a virgin drink and leave the cup of tea out. Um, but so, the whiskey is on the other side of the living room. So <sighs> we'll take that later. Jedi mind tricks, man. Get the Jedi <laughs> mind tricks working. And... Um, Unfortunately, because he's currently information redacted by the order of sigilite on pain of death. So that's why Freddy's out doing his uh, James Bond stuff, and with us in the studio instead is our good friend from Malmo. That'll be Oscar. Say hey, Oscar. Hi. <laughs> so, and coming in for the very first time from somewhere mid to north of uh, Sweden, I'm guessing, is uh, Eric Arman. How you doing, buddy? Hi, I'm fine, thanks. And it's Borås. <laughs> Bless you. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. that, that's, that's, that's your, that's your uh, town, town of location. That's all good. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> uh, why don't you guys, uh, I mean, Oscar, you, you introduced yourself last week, but just give us a quick reminder about yourself. Yeah, uh, my name is Oscar Sjöval, and I'm a 30k player. I play uh, Colts and Militia, skipping back and forth. Uh, and uh, yeah, played two tournaments so far, and just keep it going, hitting a lot of guys. That's what I do. <laughs> Very, very cool. Very, very cool. And uh, Eric, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit for us? Yeah, hi. Uh, Eric Oman here. Uh, and um, I'm uh, 40 years old. Uh, I've been playing 30k for about one and a half year now. Uh, uh, earlier I played Black Templars and uh, Sisters of Battle in 40k. Uh, doing a lot of games all of my life, of course, from Monopoly and such. And... Uh, Found these. That's some, hard, that's some seriously hardcore gaming. Oh the yeah! Oh I, yeah! I do oh, not joke yeah. the amount of no. the uh, amount of threats and family wars that have started over that. Yeah, game. I mean, I, it started that way, and uh, then I found uh, 40k in the 90s, uh, and it went to the basement for a couple of years, and now I'm pretty hooked to 30k again. I'm playing uh, Raven Guard. Awesome. Right. Awesome. Cool. Loyalists. Yeah, loyalists, of course. I suppose you could go. It could go Black Shields rather than Traitor with with uh, the Raven Gun. They do seem to be the one of the few, in my mind, one of the few legions that pretty much sit in the Loyalist camp, roasting their marshmallows around the fire, yeah. being slightly grumpy about um, about all the crap they've been through. Yeah, they only yeah, they only have to light one fire because there's not so many left. <laughs> oh, and the, and the crazy the crazy ones just uh, the, cra- the crazy monstrous ones just don't even bother about the cold. Which crazy ones? I don't. I have no clue what you're talking about. 
<laughs> oh, okay, um, okay. So that, that's uh, that's that's something we don't want to have that conversation about. That's okay. Yeah. But as as loyal loyal members of the uh, the Liberators uh, for the Warmaster, we totally understand that you don't want to uh, to talk about something so dark and painful and. Yeah, someone. Yeah. yeah someone mentioned the Alpha League. You know, I have no clue what they're talking about. That that they're being bad against us or something. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Alpha Legion, the the only the only uh, legion that goes to battle in flip flops. It just makes more sense for them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so cool. I'm so glad to have you on. And um, I, I I hate to sort of do this, but I don't because it's funny. I believe it's your birthday today. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so you just hit the fourth decade of your of your life cycle. Yeah, strangely <laughs> enough, <laughs> a little bit beyond gene gene enhancement age now, I'm afraid. But um, here's my honest question to you. Yeah. If if the emperor came down right now, or let's be honest, the person we really want is the war master. He comes. They come down to our planet and they give you a chance to become a gene enhanced warrior. <laughs> Although you can't become a space marine at the uh, the tender age of forty years in human time. Would you take bio implants and then wander around like a grumpy old Corfair on it, maybe Terminator armor or something? Yeah, of course. Would you do that? <laughs> of course, yeah. Okay. Good man. Priorities <laughs> in the right place as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I mean, who wants to uh, uh, do this uh, crappy work stuff thing we do, all do to uh, make a living? I know, right? I'm, I won't lie. I'm, I'm very much holding out for a hero, and he has to be the War Master Horus. Yeah. Um, to, to rescue me from the uh, the burning light of my um, well actually I love my job but you know burning light of reality and just come down and turn us all into space marines so we can go out and uh, fight the good fight on behalf of the war master yeah that's right <laughs> he's like fuck you guys <laughs> I'm loyalist I'm just going to sit here and go yeah not a problem <laughs> let's give you a term it's arm I'll do anything well, to, to be to be fair, you know, you as a Raven Guard player, you're really outnumbered tonight. So it's all yeah, right. I know, I know. You'd feel, you'd feel at home. Uh, well, we're always outnumbered. Uh, this is very, very true. You should see my list. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so let me just go through what we're uh, going to go over tonight. Um, we're going to uh, just generally have a quick chat about our hobby progress and sort of what's going on. Have a quick chat about the news. Um, Briefly touch on a few things that have sort of come up in the last few days, um, not to stir any shit, but just to sort of weigh in on a few thoughts, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. And then Christopher is going to bring in his um, his fun sort of weird list concept, which is our, our version of host questions. And then after that, after a musical break, we're going to have a good long chat about the Avarii cluster event that took place. Sorry, hiccups are suddenly kicking in. Don't worry, guys, it's not your audio skipping. It really is just me with hiccups. Um, we're going to have a good chat about the Avaria Cluster event and uh, what was going on down in Malma in the, the 14th, so the last weekend. Um, and then after that, we're going to take another musical break and head on over to the wrap-up um, and see sort of what happens there. Sounds so, cool. So... Um, that's that's kind of the plan. We'll we'll do some more detail as we go along, but um, it'll be a lot of fun. 
So, uh, as Oscar knows and Eric, having obviously listened to the show many, many times, even if it's just the first two episodes on loop, yeah. is uh, everybody's well aware that we uh, we sort of started this, myself, Chris and Freddie, as a hobbying broadcast, recording, online morale support session. <laughs> Basically, miniature, game, miniature gamers not so anonymous, um, while Freddie was sort of setting up for Lincoln and we were just looking for some motivation to paint. So, um, we always like to start off with, uh, what's everybody working on this evening? Uh, do you want to, as, you, as you're the birthday boy, Eric, do you want to have a chat with us and tell you what you're working on either tonight or have been working on recently? Yeah, sure. Um, I bought this uh, great uh, MDF uh, ruins uh, from an uh, eBay store. Uh, and it's like uh, 28 uh, ruins, I guess. Uh, one floor, two floor, three four floors, etc. Uh, and I've been uh, priming and uh, making, uh, yeah, making some progress. Uh, first, you have to glue them, of course. Um, and um, then I have my uh, recently bought uh, Zone Mortalis table. Nice. Yeah, awesome. uh, yeah. I bought it from uh, Kim, uh, the Danish guy on Lincoln and on Avari. So Kim Sorensen. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's him. Hey, yeah. I probably messed it. I probably messed his name up, but hey, I'm going to get a good reputation for doing that as we go along. I know that much. Yeah, but you're British, so it's okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll t- I've just been absolved of all fuck ups on people's names. Thank you. Eric. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Eric said that will be my punchline from now on. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I uh, just recently. Uh, uh, got myself uh, 2,500 points, uh, like one hour before I went to Lincoln. And uh, now I'm planning uh, a bit for the future. Uh, another 500 p- points for Scandus. Hey, awesome. Yeah, and uh, during uh, Lincoln and Avari, I noticed uh, some things that uh, didn't work and some things that did work, etc. So... Um, I'm doing uh, a lot of things, uh, but uh, mostly terrain right now. Very cool. I mean, you've got to have terrain to play on, and the MDF stuff is pretty freaking cool, to be fair, um, as, as I, I think, anyway. Um, I'll try and share the link with everybody and put it on our um, our Facebook page and stuff later on, but uh, actually somebody in uh, the Eye of Horus podcast group shared some fantastic uh, laser-cut laser um terrain which uh looks pretty awesome i think they do zone mortalis sized oh, shut up phone um zone mortalis sized um doors and stuff in mdf yeah which is pretty cool yeah i think uh, a lot of people just use the terrain and they don't really bother about doing great terrain yeah this is true this is very very true i mean it's uh again it's it comes back to the whole uh, that whole sort of immersion storytelling forging the narrative as uh, GW would say and uh, I think it makes a huge difference yeah it does it does although I, I get the feeling in Oscar's case maybe not so much if he's got like 100 plus models on the table ah just saying nah I love <laughs> I love doing terrain it's the uh, it's my primary focus actually it's my it's my true hobby <laughs> Just well, you are kind of the, the the terrain guru down here in Malmo, from what I understand. Yeah, I've been. I'm the creative director, <laughs> <laughs> keeping everything in in tow. So I've I've decided the color, the side, the color of the flock, and everything. So yeah, that's my job. Okay. Phenomenal cosmic power. Yeah. 
phenomenal cosmic power. Sorry, I, I, I'm probably going to try and cut in the genie from um, from Aladdin in that just just because. But, uh, I'm, lo- I'm loving the work you're doing there, by the way, Eric. It looks very cool. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. We'll put it up in the gallery, perhaps, for this episode. Yeah, I think we will do. Cool. I think they're pretty yeah, cool. Oh, cool. and there's the Zoom Metallus board. Yeah. Uh, very, very cool. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, so, um, yeah. I'm I'm very pleased to see that the details on the Sol Mortalis is, is is pretty awesome, really. Yeah, they do some they do some good work. Again, it's it's that whole Forge world doing awesome stuff. Yeah, they do. And I should come down to Moros again and have a pl- play on a real table. I think. Yeah, if we can thing. open doors, uh, it would be. <laughs> At least the terrain would look better, look more coherent than what we had last time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, using a space hawk board is pretty cool, man. That was with a mate. With another mate. With Eric was the one that ah, we okay. proxied the Mortalis <laughs> terrain with the entire city board. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That works. Yeah. <laughs> we went to a local club and uh, took what we had. Uh, yeah. So... Uh, yeah, it, it went uh, it went nice. It was nice. Cool. Yeah. Awesome source. So, what about yourself, Oscar? What are you working on this evening? This evening, I'm actually working on nothing. Uh, I oh. I am working on the the Warhound, but it's I've been working on it for a few hours earlier today, so <laughs> I kind of <laughs> I had my painting <laughs> for today. I uh, that counts. Yeah. That counts. I gamed against uh, Warhound yesterday, and it gave me some kind of uh, cool ideas for magnetization and what he he'd, he'd done for his. So I'm kind of stealing some of his ideas. So um, I was. I've got to ask. Sorry, man. I just got to ask very quickly. Was that with your um, your solo, your um, Cosmo Militia list? Yeah. We were, Ooh, we were gaming nice. uh, two and a half thousand points, and uh, you. Rule-wise, you can't fit uh, Warhound, but we agreed that, yeah, it's so cool, you have to take it. So we had a Warhound on 2,500 points. And, uh, well, it was pretty awesome game. It, with the, my Stormhammer and his Warhound and just killing everything, I think I lost... I won the game, I tabled him, but I lost maybe 110 models. One hundred and ten. Yeah. I, you take them off with a shovel, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I had a, I had my Stormhammer, like uh, two Lehman Russ, and a squad of ten Grenadiers left. Something like, something like that. Ooh. <laughs> Hang on, that, you, you tabled him. That means you took down the Warhammer, yeah, right? Yeah, I did. The Stormhammer. Uh, first of all, actually, he made a mistake. He was like, "Oh, it's so cool! I have to get into close combat." But he has weapon <laughs> skill too, so my melt the grenades hit it on three plus. <laughs> Even <laughs> I hit it on three plus. <laughs> hey. Got a life standardized combat there. That makes it yeah, easier like for you. One attack, and then if you roll one on the stomp, yeah, it's kind of useless <laughs> in close <laughs> combat. Uh, yeah. And then so he just backed up and he annihilated the squad, but uh, the Stormhammer brought it down. But still, it is it's kind of huge to meet that kind of uh, adversary, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've just got I've just got this mental image, really just got this mental image of Warhand going, Oh shit and then sort of stepping back going, Dude, that hurt. Hang on a second, <laughs> turbo lasers <laughs> just annihilating this group of guys on the floor going, That's yeah. <laughs> just walking on. Well, to be fair, they are scout titans and not I'm gonna charge in and stomp people titans. So. No. No. 
but still, it's... No, it's... But they're also fucking huge. Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I was, uh, even though it was a super cool model, Jesus Christ, it's, uh, yeah. yeah. Looks it so looks, epic, uh, just awesome. watching over the field, and yeah. Mm. That does sound very, very awesome, I must admit. I, I really, really want to come down and see playing some games like that when I get my, uh, probably when I get my Medusa up and running. Cool. Uh, not Medusa, Typhon. Typhon. Cool. Which is my next build. Yeah. <laughs> when I finish what I'm working on. Um, so what about you, good self, Chris? What are you working on, buddy? My Warhound. <laughs> so Ooh, many Warhounds. Yeah, but two Warhounds in the same conversation. Damn. Well, I really felt like I needed a bit, a bit, a big boost from my knight in my list for Scandus. Really? <laughs> so I added a Warhound. Oh. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Because nothing says fuck you like taking a knight and a warhound. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, 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 uh, guys, guys, seriously, I have warned him about having no friends at the end of this. His response is, I don't care. I'm going to have more bodies than well, everybody. Uh, okay, the no fair. friends list con contained either two warhounds or four Dominus siege bombards. So this uh, is a friendly well, list. I was thinking about maybe you do a knight stories list plus a warhound. That would be... Uh, <laughs> yeah. five, five knights and a warhound uh. so, something like that <laughs> oh. I really don't know which one I'm, I'm, I'm already lactose intolerant but dudes I'm getting a reaction off those lists <laughs> <That's it. laughs> seriously mm. that's, that's ouch that really is ouch. I think that Games Workshop are actually promoting it by releasing the Renegade box they like yeah, more yeah. <laughs> But then yeah. you, well, I tell you what man if you, if you want to borrow a knight Acheron to go in that list you're more than welcome to borrow mine um, you just uh, it, it does re it does require assembly ba and painting, but you know details. Yeah. Um, he is uh, basically trying to get you to paint his knight. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm trying to help a fellow 30k player out to achieve a dream of five knights in a <laughs> Chris, stop, stop, stop ragging on well, me, man. Couldn't, could, wouldn't it be a bit cooler to take a reaver and some knights instead? If uh, you go Leviathan for sword. Well, how about a reaver, two warhounds, and make the rest up as knights? Oh, uh, <laughs> might be legal, but fuck yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> Me and Oscar just, just like size. <laughs> oh. Well, to be fair, uh, somebody passed the tissues. Well, yeah. my, my list do contain a fair amount of tanks as well, but I'm trying to cut, cut down on tanks. Tanks everywhere, tanks. Ah, go. And I'm at home. And I'm at home painting my entire infantry force. <laughs> I've had foot slugger armies, so I'm trying to do something entirely different. Ah, ah. Well, you know, you're basically just going for the parking lot list, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm going for the list that can't move out of the deployment zone because there ah. are buildings and walls in the way. <laughs> yeah, like ah. some armies on uh, link on them. When they uh, reach the Zone Mortalis table, they couldn't uh, go anywhere. <laughs> no, I, it was I actually it was I, I said no to play on the Zone Mortalis table. I was like, nah. My Stormhammer is like, I can't even deploy it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the point. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. the it's the width of a Bane Blade, right? Because it's on the Bane Blade chassis. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so it was. That is not a that is not a small piece of resin or a small tank in any way, shape. Uh, or no, form. I could deploy it, but then it had to stay in one room. <laughs> 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 and then, 
It's like this is this is an open top terrain well, zone, right? It's it's totally not got a roof on. Why? Because I want to try indirect firing my paint, yeah. my, my storm hammer into one of the other board mm. sections. I can just see Freddy's face if that had been happy. Like, that's why. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not do it? That's <laughs> why we do need a destroyable terrain. Yeah, no, that would have worked. Point blank firing, yes, storm, firing right into the wall next to the tank. I need to I get through here. I need I to get through here. I kind of had I kind of had a, an idea a while back because uh, I've got a red planet base and I made a lot of uh, rocks and terrain out of the pink foam. Yeah. And I was thinking, what if you had rules that you can just destroy these things? So you could kind of do a zone mortalis um, layout with the rocks. But if you had somebody with like melter bombs or crack grenades or something and they wanted to make a clearer path, they could try. But then it'd be kind of like bringing. Um, like uh, bringing down a what's the word I'm looking for a building. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So you have to kind of roll the wrecker thing, and if it, if it, you know, the, the uh, damage shot, and if it caves in your head, well, you then know, it does. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then you're gonna feel it, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of a thought, and maybe we'll play around with that in the future. Cool. But that's yeah, cool. that's cool. So is it just the just the warhound you're working on tonight then, Chris? Yeah, or? actually, the warhound takes up too much space to work on anything else. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of a small. It's it's kind of like a very large dog or a small well, child, I guess. Well, I have actually moved to another table from my usual painting table, so just to be able to work on the warhound. Ooh, upgrades. Uh, downgrade, because I've basically got the scalpel and the clipper here and nothing else. <laughs> Man, what else do you need? Let's be fair. What else yeah. do you need in the hobby? And I'm trying to clean the warhound anyhow. Well, good luck with that. So um, I better go on to what I'm working on tonight then. I am currently just uh, finishing off the touches of the non-metallic metal gold trim on my uh, prayer tours cape. Because um, I play Iron Warriors, I was talking with Christopher about it and sort of made some suggestions and he sort of fired some ideas back at me that uh, you don't want to go too super crazy with that sort of stuff because, you know, it's the 4th Legion. They kind of don't do that, I guess, um, but have some subtle touches. So I've gone for some little uh, corner scroll work. Um, I'm using the uh, was it Chaplin model as a base from Betrayal at And uh, I'm also working on my Siege Breaker, which may or may not be in both my lists for Scandus. Cool. Um, and he's based off a... Um, What's the word? It's a Forge Lord, Finecast Forge Lord model. Um, the 40k Tech Marine, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. For the, the, the sort of Finecast special character version yeah. one. And um, he's rocking... Unfortunately, he's rocking a few too many purity seals, but uh, I'm going to live with it. Um, maybe just make them hazard stripe colour instead or something. Um, and he's rocking a custom-made uh, Thunder Axe power Thunder weapon. Um, and a plasma pistol, so he's pretty boss. Cool. And uh, once he's done, then it's it's moving on to the Typhon and getting that getting that structure built up and um, making that that sort of come to life. Which uh, thanks to Puppet Wars, I think it was their their big mama upgrade kit. It's <laughs> I don't know. I love the GW one, the Forge one, but this one just screams Iron Warrior. Cool. It's basically a gig even an even more gigantic cannon on the front of it, which basically says, "I am going to bend you over, throw some sand in, and you're going to feel it, <laughs> and you're going to feel it from a distance, and then I'm going to hit you with my tank afterwards if you get too close, because why the hell not?" 
You know, and that's uh, I blame Freddie. He sold me on that one. Yeah, the tag uh, minutes. Cool. I just, yeah. The, the only thing I, I, I dislike is it's got six hole points for uh, Lord of War, so like a super heavy chest. Yeah. Um, if it had maybe another one, that would I don't know. Maybe it's something about the, the having seven over six just feels a little bit more. I can take another round. Yeah, but, but uh, um, that's uh, nah. just look at the knights. Most of them have six as well. But a knight yeah, comparable. Yeah, the field. yeah but not really yep, exactly. comparable to another whole point. But we a- we actually had this discussion when I killed the the warhound yesterday. That it's kind of squishy. Because yeah. it's so big, everything can see it, and he has he has the uh, iron shields for like two extra hole points. But still, uh, they got, got void shields that they can regenerate. Yeah, yeah, the void shields, but uh, you can take those down fairly easy. It's only yeah. on twelve. But uh, it's supposed to be mo- be moving. That's why the yeah. knight type is a, a fast tank, that, a fast yeah. titan that should be moving. It shouldn't be standing still too, for too long. No. Yeah, but on a six by four table, the whole moving thing without any line of sight blocking terrain is. Uh, yeah. Is also uh, there's there's nothing that blocks the line of sight on the warhound. Good luck <laughs> with that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just going to stand in the way here. Why? Because there's nothing on the table. Screw you. I'm just going to lean over my warhound. You can't see it. No, no, no. I'm just going to something like that. I'm maybe. just going to stand behind this warlord titan so you can't see me. Ah, yeah, that works. <laughs> there's that option mm. as well. Yeah, the, the, this is the other thing that just looking at the title now. It, I don't think it needs. Uh, well, I don't know if it needs it, but if it's not going, if it didn't have another hole point, flare shield. Well, at least you the option. Have a flare shield? No, it doesn't have a flare shield. It's an option, according to Battle Scribe, anyway. Uh, armored ceramite, yes, uh, it has armored ceramite. It has the option for shrapnel bolts, uh, sponson weapon, pintle mounted weapon, and hunter killer missiles. But I do not see the option for um, flare shield on there, which is normally a paid for upgrade. So. Okay. Yeah, I think it's uh, only the Spartan that got the paid for. Actually. Yeah, which is why I was say- which is why I was saying it seems kind of weird that it doesn't have. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just one of the first that came out, and it could maybe. I don't know. Maybe it could do with the flare shield, or maybe I just suck it up and go. Well, I'm dropping a gigantic uh, strength ten AP one ignores all cover weapon yeah. on people, and. And you have to remember. You have to remember. It's at least uh, it's not a Cerberus. Yeah, fair point. Which can't hit the the backside of a bomb, the banjo. And you can't hit, can't kill yourself as well by rolling poorly. <laughs> yes. Why well, we're taking out the Cerberus again, boss? Because <clears throat> the the tank commander pissed me off in the briefing. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the forty equivalent, forty k equivalent of giving somebody a plasma. Yeah. <laughs> and a fun thing with all those uh, big tanks is that uh, if I'm using uh, Korax in my army. Yeah. Uh, and he isn't the closest uh, guy to my enemy. Uh, you only snap, uh, snap shoot. Wow. Against everything. Every time. So if you put him in a like a command squad or inside a big squad or something, you always snap shoot at him. Oh. Always. Course so you, can go so you can't use template. Right. Ooh. And he always, suck a and dick he always hits. Uh, on uh, strength uh, 10, always. <laughs> well, my answer to that is I have explicit skill 2, minus 1 to cover save. <laughs> I'll just bring the last cannons or missile launchers and give him a bad day. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> but you still snap shoot anything. 
I'd take it. I'd still take that over actually being able to snap shoot over the uh, the Typhon, which is just basically looking going. We ain't got a hope. Let's let's just make a cup of tea, boys. We'll wait. We'll wait until the next uh, target comes. Yeah, exactly. So uh, okay, so that's kind of what everybody's sort of working on at the moment. I did. I had a thought, and this is. I just want to throw this in here. Um, sort of a narrative, fluffy idea, and it came from 40k. So don't don't shout at me for this. Actually, it came from Bill King. Um, have you guys read the Ragnar series at all? Nope. No. 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 Okay. It's actually a fun series of books of Ragnar Blackmane's sort of progression through um, his early years with the Space yeah. Wolves. And whilst the main focus of the story is on him, there's kind of a bit towards the end of the last book where he's, or well, the third book, depending on how many there are, uh, where basically his, his sort of compadres in, in battle are, are stuck out in the middle of a, a valley or something. And they're under fire from Thousand Suns. Of course. And one of the, of course, yeah. And one of the guys, um, basically, he's lost his bolter, but he picks up a melter gun and just starts toting it round. Huh? And it kind of hit me. I was thinking about the special weapon options. It kind of hit me. Why, with, with, I guess we're going to go with Fog of War as an answer, but hey, let me not preempt myself too much. Why not have an option in game that if the special weapon or heavy weapon goes down, you roll a dice and on a six you pick it back up again. So kind of like um, kind of like a lookout, sir. But a model gets removed, he gets removed from his place, and then the nearest model picks the gun up. Sounds logical. Because tactical marines are they're actually supposed to be, which I, I found funny, but I kind of get the thinking now. They're supposed to be the the guys who have served the longest in any army outside of the space wolves. Um, particularly because yeah. um, they've gone through scouts assault company devastated company into tactical marines before they start taking the route up to the first company yeah. so they've basically been taught all of them how to pick up and fire a heavy weapon how to sneak around and how to basically fire special weapons so whilst it might be a bit irritating to remember it's kind of a fun in my head a fun fluffy idea um, to make things a little less I've got to protect him so much it's like yeah. I've got to wrap the guy in bubble wrap to make sure he gets somewhere I mean it's only a six it's not going to happen all the time yeah. but you know there's that one time <clears> where <throat> your melter gun goes down you pick it in a round of shooting from your opponent your dude picks it up and then the next turn you've got a side shot on his Spartan or something which makes just for a fun fluffy sort of movie type moment mm. sounds and fair as, as, I've, as I've not played a lot of 30k games I played a fair few 40k games I think it'd be funny in that um, I was just wondering what you guys thought maybe about something like that maybe in 30k is that too much or is that just uh, might be a bit of fun to try out but do you mean uh, all legions or all every every tactical could do this every every tactical legionary yeah. could do this I mean again and I'm kind of applying... no one knows how to use it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's basically pick this up you'd have one, quite one point with militia you'd have to point an arrow with this way to the enemy on it yeah <laughs> That would kind of be my, my only caveat for that is point this end at the bad guys. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know if it's the same setup in 30K. I mean, are all the Legionnaires more the grunts and they're the guys who have gone through basic training or have they gone through all the, the sort of the same stuff that the 40K equivalents do in 10,000 years? But it could be fun. Yeah. I think it's a lot to do with aptitude in 30K. Or to have the... Yeah. If you're a good general soldier, you go to the tactical companies and 
if you're good in assault, you go favor assault companies and so on. Because they have still That's parts of the companies are assault. Parts of the companies are yeah. like heavy support and stuff like that. But I don't think it's the same so, kind of training they have in 40k. So maybe more of a 40k option yeah. than a 30k. On the option, other maybe. on the other hand, it would be fun to just try it out for an event or so. Yeah, maybe. It would be a bit hard for like Thalax and the Myr- Myrmidons and so on because they are hardwired into the bodies of the <laughs> soldiers. I don't know. I've seen robots rip shit off other robots and start firing with it. The it kind of it kind of falls under the rule of cool well, as the well. The arm. The entire arm of uh, the gun for the Talax, the entire arm is uh, actually the gun. So it's a, there's oh, yeah. no really a lot to Okay, maybe he, drags his, maybe he drags his buddy around and starts shooting with his, uh, put his finger in the trigger and just starts, starts sort of shooting yeah, with his arm? probably. If it's to, if it's to be done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. There's, there's got, maybe there's a hardwire jack that just goes, insert here for, go, for gun control. Yeah, it, it might just be release, own weapon pickup. Weapon for the other, from the other guy and walk around with it. Yeah. Well, the, the universal socket yeah. that basically you press something and it yeah. dip it and then off you go. Yeah, yeah. it's a it's a thought. I it's don't know. A, I mean, it was literally just a thought I had this yeah, afternoon. It's the 30k version of the USB socket. USB 2.0. Hey, if if it's going to be Mechanicum, they'll have to be painted with gold because you know gold plated, better connection. Um, But just eject, eject, insert new upgrade, off you go. Um, I don't know. Maybe it could be fun to try out in a game. Um, Honestly, I'd be a bit scared trying up against your uh, Cots Militia. Oscar, especially if you put enough of them in there, it'd be like, okay, somebody's going to pick that up when I kill that unit now. <laughs> but they've spilled uh, the bottle before, and the unlucky guy needs gets to shoot the the new toy. Yeah, <laughs> just just stop in the middle of the, stop in the middle of uh, the the uh, action round. Yeah. huddle up and go right. Everybody draw straws. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. oh, shit, I got the plasma could, gun. Thanks, guys. Could do to even it out that if if another model picks it up, it. Yeah, no matter what weapon it is, it uh, overheats on a one when he uses it. Yeah, yeah. or it because could. He doesn't lower... really know how to use it. Or lower weapon skill. Now, lower weapon skill is then it's completely points yeah, for so many that's weapons. What, that's what the point. <laughs> yeah, but if you have a like this, uh, what's it called? It, it has to be. Yeah, it has it's to be some drawback. Yeah, it's kind of fluffy, and if you roll a one, then yeah. yeah. Uh, if you roll a six, you pick it up on the next turn. You roll a one, your guy just goes poof. Yeah. Um, kind of thing. Yeah, it might be worth trying yeah. out. Um, note to self, pick, a, pick an army that's probably got like three mounted guns in it, not not being able to rock out command squads of seven or eight um, at a time or whatever. But uh, yeah, it'd be worth a try. So anyway, it was, it was literally an idea I had while we were talking about what we're working on and uh, it came back to me from what I was talking about, uh, thinking about to myself earlier. I was talking about, I, I was running a fever earlier. This is just, you know, mad ramblings of a crazy guy. <laughs> no comment. Yeah, it's, it's a fluffy uh, one. <laughs> it's a fluffy one. I hope it's a fluffy one, and it could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, the point is to have fun, so, isn't it? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. There must definitely. be a, a lot of like house rules between friends and such. I mean, uh, about this Lord of War, for example. I mean, there must be guys that haven't got like three or four thousand points, and they still needs to or wants to use the Lord of War, and but they can't decide be, between the bank and the and the Primark, so they use both in like a 2,500 points list or something, just for the fun of it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of cool. I, mean, I think it actually you've, you've done me a favour there because um, I mean, you just moved it on to what I was going to talk about earlier. Is um, I had a, a group chat going earlier on talking about the the GW frequently asked questions and the whole melter bomb thing. Yeah. Yep. And um, I don't, I don't want to get into the discussion of it because we could be here all night. But I think if it's that big an issue, then you make a, a house rule about it. Yeah. Because I, I was looking at it and I kind of put a great case across that it's still viable taking uh, melter bombs on certain units as long as you're picking the right targets. Yeah. Because it's kind of a in the wording kind of argument. But again, I'm not going to get into it. But um, I think it could be it could be a nice house rule to make things a bit more worthwhile so it's worthwhile taking a breacher a 15-man breacher team and giving them all melter bombs because not just you know clive or carl or dave can use it in that particular round the, the entire um, the entire squad can kind of uh, clamp it on and you know again it's sort of that rock paper scissors between everyone who gets to do the big boom yeah uh, no know. please you go first <laughs> no after you <laughs> no after you and this is why the ultramarines got their ass kicked to calf because damn they were just too polite on their melter bombs mm. Yeah, probably. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Again, who knows? Who knows? But yeah, yay for the warmaster on that one as well. Yeah, because uh, I spoke into uh, chatting with uh, Matthew K. If you know who who it is. Yeah, from the MKA course. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he said that uh, that's what uh, one of their house rules was when they played for fun at weekends, uh, drinking beer, and uh, they used. Uh, uh, two Lord of Wars if uh, both had them. If you had both the Primark and the Lord of War tank, you got to use them in like 2,500 or 3,000 or something. Uh, just because uh, everybody wants to use their new shiny toys. Mm. Well, as long as uh, yeah. both players are okay yeah, with that, it. Yeah, really that, that, that's the important thing. If both uh, have uh, one of each, then use them if you want to. Yeah, I think I think we've we've sort of touched on this the last couple of episodes. It's about fun, it's about forging the narrative, and it's about having a good laugh with everything. Yeah. And you know, when you get to tournaments, when you when you play things that are slightly more narratively structured, and then that sort of stuff, then okay. If it's not part of the narrative that's being forged, then you you suck it up and roll on. Yeah. But if it is, then rock on, man. Yeah. Just just go for it. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. That's why I uh, switched from 40k to 30k because of the for the fun of it. Yeah. Uh, I ne I've never encountered anything like this. Uh, I mean, I used to be at the different forums at, uh, in Facebook and places like that, and uh, never have been this well received than in 30k forums. Oh. Yeah. No, 30k forums are very, very cool. I must admit, they're uh, they're rather useful. I mean, the 30k forum. Um, I am I am a member. I do actually need to find some time to sit down and go online and have a look around what everybody's doing and what's going on. Yeah. But um, again, it's a whole thing with like Oz30K and stuff. The guys have really gone out there and made something happen for the for the community, which deserves a lot of respect because, you know, with stuff like that, you don't have to do it. You don't have to make the community better. You can just say, my little corner of the world is going to be fine and I'll, I'll roll with what I want. But people are out there doing it and I think, I think that's insanely cool. Yeah. That people are doing that sort of stuff. Yeah, because uh, when I was uh, wandering around and looking for different forums, I kind of realized that there wasn't any uh, Swedish uh, 30k forum, and uh, 
I well, I just started one, and in like a month there was like 50 members, and and I see uh, saw that the uh, the need for it, uh, and somehow, and now it's uh, self-sufficient and uh, it works without me. I haven't uh, almost been into the site today, so I'm I'm really glad that it works in Sweden. Nice. And then the Swe- and the Swedish and the Swedish uh, 30k. Uh, uh, members, they are uh, awesome, all of you. Oh, yeah. thank uh, you. <laughs> Next question is, well, what do you want then? Uh, <laughs> you being so nice, <laughs> but uh, you want to bring it to uh, two Lords of War to your next game? That's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, two you can different have... Primarchs. No, no, two Cerberuses. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but what bonus does he get, man? No, no, he gets uh, two Cerberuses for free and see what happens. Mm. I don't see that being a positive thing. No, the point <laughs> no. was that you you get to use your Primarch and the tank, not uh, two tanks. You're a little more. They're likely to kill you. No, yeah. t- not two tanks. You don't want. <laughs> Christopher always wants more. Yep. Yeah. Well, this is the man with the ridiculous amount of tanks in his list, yeah. as he alluded well, to. Well, I've actually yeah. cut two, two or three tanks for more infantry. Oh. Yay! So I've just got to find another space solution for the display board I'm building for. No, no, I'm actually hey guys, working hey on guys, that. Hey guys, I'm playing Raven Guard. I only got one tank. Ooh. <laughs> 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 oh, well, oh, well. I'm actually the, wor- the worrying, <laughs> the worrying thing that is that I actually had three tanks to cut from the list. Okay. <laughs> and I still have a five, five tanks to go in the list. Okay. That's a lot of tanks then. Yeah. Yep. You guys understand why I refer to this as the the knight and the the warhound no friends list. Not so much because of them, but for every well, fucking thing else he's got. If in I that if list. I cut the knight, I can add three tanks. Ah. Or a lot yeah. of the infantry. <laughs> You've heard that song all by myself, right? That's going to be your theme tune at Scanders, yep. Chris. You're just going to be sat out there on a table, going, "Guys, somebody come play with me," and it's like, "No, no, no, no." <laughs> We're just gonna we're just gonna jet, jettison this army this round into space. They'll yeah. take that hit for us rather than play that. So <laughs> let's move on from me and uh, go to you. <laughs> <laughs> ah yes, spoil, spoil. That guy, yes, Christopher. <laughs> yeah. So stop talking about me, man. Stop giving away my plans. Well, I uh, I got the, the general gist of my list down, but that, that could always change. This is true. This is true. Um, so yeah, let's move on. Let's talk about uh, the news. I mean, from from our point of view as uh, the Ranjin Heresy, we kind of covered the news on our last episode. Um, and at time of recording, the new Forge World bulletin hasn't dropped, so it's a little bit sparse on what's out there. But um, Aaron, um, Eric, and Oscar, have you guys actually seen the stuff that came out from uh, the uh, Fest Warhammer Fest? Uh, you mean um, event? Yeah, some of it. Yeah, some of you mean like uh, the Iron Warriors uh, commands called thingy, Ooh. the big thing, big thing <clears> that uh, being no painted right now. I've seen. Shush, shush, Christopher. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't talk about that unless I've got more um, tissue paper around. Um, the cool version of the Domitar. Yeah. Yeah. Because fuck me, that thing is beautiful. Yeah, and it's and it's huge. <laughs> it's really huge. Well, yeah. it's the I mean, it's, yeah. it's much larger Domitar. than. Uh, uh, Petrobo. Yeah. Sounds like the end of my last day, actually, but we, we don't need to go there. Um, well, uh, he, they are supposed to be his bodyguards, so it should be larger than him, so he can hide behind their yeah. shields. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you're literally meant to be able to uh, lose him inside the uh, the Iron Circle um, when you read the, uh, what do you call it, read the... Um, Angel Exterminatus. The story, yeah, the beginning of Angel Exterminatus, he literally stops their shields part, he steps out, talks, goes back in. I mean... Well, it's the know. same when he boards the... Well, I'm not, spoilers. Have, have you written to read Angel Exterminatus, Oscar and Eric? No, no, actually not. Do you mind a spoiler? Oh. Yeah, it's fine. It's really fine. Go on. Yeah. Uh, in the when uh, Pert Robo boards the uh, Iron Hand Strike Cruiser, he teleports inside a circle of uh, Iron Circle that just surrounds him to soak up all the fire when uh, the Iron Hand opens fire on his unit, and then they just part shields and he r- rushes out and kills people. Yeah, isn't that that's where he uses his uh, molecularly uh, bonded or, or programmed anti-space marine stuff, which basically yep. uh, shells, which basically melts them from the inside so out. So those yeah, are but, but, um, box. Yeah, but, yeah but, but, they're basically a gigantic six-man box. Yeah, what's the story around them? Because I haven't read the fluff or anything. Uh, uh. Well, basically, it's um, the my understanding of the fluff, and you can somebody can errata me at some point afterwards for the next episode. Yeah. Is that with the um, the whole battle of Fal? Um, basically, a unit of um, or a, a force of Imperial fists actually got onto his flagship and got outside his door. Yeah. Um, before being called back, just the dickiest time moved uh, timed move ever. Although, as an Iron Warrior, I don't care. Um, and, uh, yeah, he basically went, well, you guys are obviously shit at protecting me, so I'm going to make something that I feel safe with. <laughs> so, of course, being being Perturabo and the man who builds things, he went out and built himself the most badass-looking fuck-off, I-don't-want-to-talk-to-you robots ever. <laughs> and... I mean, I, I, I can't remember the beginning, uh, the exact details. I thought they were jetpack-based, and his Logos armor had a jetpack in there as well, because at the beginning of Angel Exterminatus, he literally does a hero landing into um, a bastion fort um, sentient mountain thing that uh, the Imperial Fists are in control of, and the Iron Circle kind of land around them and soak up the fire, and then he just sort of steps out and starts beating face mm-hmm. um, on, on uh, Imperial Fist. Seriously, guys, if you get the chance to listen to the audio drama or read the first few chapters, it's just... I think it's some of the best stuff. Um, Which book? Uh, Angel Exterminatus. Okay. Angel Exterminatus. I mean, the book as a whole is, is brilliant because you get the whole, um, spoiler alert, Fulgrim's Ascension mm-hmm. and, uh, um, and, the dick, and the dickery of the, um, the Emperor's children. But and, no uh, and for there. Eric, there's... Uh, the badassery of Sherokin. Ooh, oh. I like Sherokin. Yeah, yeah. I have a question. Sherokin. I have a question. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, do you guys think that uh, in the future, when the whole of this 30k uh, thing is completed, do you think they will make uh, another one, like uh, more characters to the to the armies, like uh, Sherokin and other characters in other armies, like two or three others? I personally think they're going to get to them, um, and I think they're going to get to them before we get to Terra. Yeah, they okay. are adding. They are adding more characters. Okay. Yeah. From them. I, I think they're going to show up at Terra. That's the thing. Yeah. Oh, I think they're going to. Though, well, there's going to be some of them. Because, because I mean, you, you really need to make uh, all of the legions complete first, of course. 
yeah. and then perhaps like one, two, or maybe perhaps three different characters or other troop choices or another weapons or another etc etc. Uh, perhaps then they will make uh, the rest then, don't you think? Yeah, I think so. I mean, God knows I want Iron Havocs. Um, yeah. <laughs> actual Iron Havoc models, just because I think they're going to be freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, but um, I tell you what, to just quickly mention somebody's work I've seen online today, and it's I think it's brilliant. It's uh, uh, I'm going to butcher the name of this, so I apologise. Uh, the Fen Piran Forge. I'll put a link in it. Uh, I'll send a link to Christopher so he can he can put it on the uh, Facebook page. This guy has basically gone out and made Argal Tal, and fuck me, it looks Sweet. awesome. It really Isn't does. Is that guy who um, makes all the other characters uh, with the green stuff and such? Uh, Rob. I, I, I think so maybe I, I don't know if he if he does oh, he does do custom builds and there's probably a lot of his work on his page yeah, but did, did gotta give him a shout out it is just gorgeous I'm not sure um, I literally saw it and I'm gonna I'm gonna send you guys a copy of it now and then the the listeners can have a look at it in the okay. um, the host album I think if we can fit it in there or the uh, listeners album we'll, we'll find a spot for okay. it and um, just send it over because I, I think it looks absolutely freaking awesome i mean he's uh, he said he's going to be working on uh, after some feedback on facebook he's going to be um doing some work on the uh the face because it's not the whole split face look no. um but oh man it's it's damn near nailed argle tile for me um and kind of, so to tie it into your question i think i think there's a need for the characters um uh, i really do and to see them I think I think they'd be foolish not to bring them out, um, just because you know they brought out Pollux, they brought out Sigismund, um, they've brought out uh, you know some lesser known characters even if, even as event miniature, event uh, only miniatures um, like Narek Drager I think it is is one of them, okay. um, which I would much rather see a Dantioch come out. So the loyalist <laughs> loyalist Iron Warriors have Dantioch maybe or um, again. Argle Tal for the word bearers, or um, you know, I'd like to see them come out personally. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the, at the pictures now, and uh, he's really, really good. Yeah, yeah, yep. he really is. Yeah. And uh, I could actually give a bit of a correction to your Iron Circle fluff there, if you want. Please do. Please uh, during do. the Battle of Fall, spoiler, <laughs> they managed to teleport and stri- strike force of. Imperial Fist managed to teleport uh, onto the... It's Iron Blood, right? I think. Mm-hmm. And um, managed to fight their way through the entire ship to Perturabo when they get uh, the... When uh, they get the call from Terra recalling the entire Legion to Terra. And uh, being Imperial Fist, they, they just... Well, we can't continue fighting here. We're just going to go back to Terra. So they, they were supposed to get reinforcements teleported to their location, but they never did. And, uh, and, yeah, and knowing that they wouldn't get rescued, they just charged Perdrabu. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Entered his room and then tried to kill Perdrabu. At which point he pimp slaps yeah. him around the room. Yeah, <laughs> it took five seconds or so. P- pimp it ain't easy, man. Pimp it ain't easy. You've got to let, let that backhand go uh, out. They get a B plus for trying. Yeah, <laughs> so let's see how much I get corrected on this, but that's what I remember from reading it, at least. 
And actually, what I remember is, it is uh, I, I kind of get the feeling it was implied, but there, there, there must have been the world's loudest facepalm moment where Pollux actually sees, um, actually receives the message to go back to Terror, and just thinking, really, I have yeah. to? Oh crap! <laughs> like, you just get that feeling from me. He's that kind of character, which again is why I like that he's out, but I'd like to see more like him. So yeah, I think it's a it's a good call on those. Yeah. Ooh, are those your? Is are those your? No, 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 no. Read down below. Uh, okay, sorry. Uh, just for everybody. Um, oh, a Norwegian guy in the group. Cool. Uh, one of the uh, Norwegian players has actually done some fantastic work on uh, Death Guard. I'm guessing a quad Death Guard quad mortars. Yeah, it's, it's Holy hell! Pure awesome. He, he also made this amazing. Uh, uh, Thousand Suns guys uh, before they even got any torsos and uh, heads or shoulder pads and mm. such and uh, they're just pure amazing sweet well before be- where I was actually going with this whole let's talk about Warhammer first thing was have you guys sort of had a look through it and is there something that I mean I will not lie the iron circle just makes me make adult noises but is there anything on the sort of release list or the, the what's been previewed that you've just gone? I have to own that, or that that's like pure sexiness in resin plastic. The militia book. <laughs> <laughs> fair point. Fair point. Uh, <laughs> Can't argue that one. Just just like every everything in your army, you have it in one yeah, place. Yeah, finally. I, I'm now walking around with like 60 pages of uh, printed out material. <laughs> it's like uh, shopping. No. so I'm gonna get that one. Yeah. Okay, that's a good shout. Aren't they? What about yourself? Aren't they releasing any more of those shoulder pads for Terminators? Two. I believe they're planning on it. I can't remember the original list. I think it was like five or six or something. Uh, wasn't there any pictures of uh, new new legions with? Well, they've got the they've released Cataphracto uh, shoulder pads for Death Guard, Iron Hands, Sons of Horus, World Eaters, My Boys, the Iron Warriors, and the Alpha yeah. Legion. If they if they sell um, the Republic, that's what they release. These more. Mm. I think I, I I think they will. I mean I I won't like I want some, but and um, I hope they do some for the Tartarus pattern as well. Yeah, that's uh, the yeah, next one cool. I was uh, thinking about because uh, of course uh, Tartarus is supposed to be for my Raven Guard, and uh, I mean I can't use uh, uh, Cataphracti. So uh, I hope they will uh, release some for Tartarus as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually conceived an Iron Warriors list with Tartarus armor in it, and I looked at it and went, well, I'd rather do Cataphracta because it sort of fits yeah, yeah. me a bit more, and the look is very yeah. cool. But, um, yeah, you really need a bit of love with the the, the uh, Tartarus stuff. Yeah. I mean, the, fair point, the Emperor's Children have got some good stuff, and their, uh, their Phoenix Guard are looking pretty awesome oh, yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, but uh, yeah, I think you got a good call on that one, man. Yeah. The cataphracti. What about yourself, Chris? Is there anything that sort of jumps out to you, buddy? Now that you've had time to digest? Well, I still want Ursarax. <laughs> Basically. Did they did they show new yeah. pictures now from the fest? Yep. They did. Okay, I missed that. They one. were pre-released, I think. Yeah. You gotta send a link for me or something right. because I missed that one. Hang on, I'll, I'll fix that for you now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the powers, powers of live television. <laughs> and uh, the what was the previewed Mechanicum Flyer was kind of cool as well. Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. The drone. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, the the better looking the before um, blight drone. Yeah, the blight drone. Yeah, yeah. Which, if I'm rightly, because they, they had them at the Warhammer um, Weekender. They had them out of the Weekender, and um, they looked very much like the blight drones. But now they seem to have gone from they've gone for a more uh, jet propel or jet propulsion system and mm-hmm. other yeah. stuff. Which at least that's my I need to have a look back at the uh, the Weekender stuff. Um, but that's kind of my take on it, and it looks very cool in my mind. So, uh, yeah, that would be um, would be rather awesome to see them out on the field as well. <coughs> yeah. Um, and you guys, um, soon it's uh, they will release uh, the next legions, and uh, there will be some different legions. I mean, uh, there will be Sisters of Silence and such, oh. and Thousand Silence, of oh, course. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, custodes. Yeah, custodes. They would be cool. Uh, don't you think that a Thousand Suns uh, as well would be a, li- a little bit different, like a legion with only uh, psychers? Well, yeah, we'll have to see how they roll. I think with that one, I think that depends. Uh, I don't know how they're going to play. It depends if you read them to be all active psychers or latent psychers. Uh-huh. have some yeah. like more like the. Grey Knights, like they act in unison instead yeah, of being yeah. powerful on each, each on their own. Yeah. But we'll see what we'll see yeah. which way they go with it. It will be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I have a fluff fluff question for you guys. Why it called the sure. Thousand Suns when the pre legions are a hundred thousand? <laughs> <laughs> I have the, the I know the chapter just a thousand, but come on. <laughs> They saw it coming. <laughs> they, they knew what was going to happen to them, so they just went, "Okay, guys, it's it's kind of like decimation. We we know we're going to get down to this yeah, number, but we're not going to kill you. We're just going to." Well, there weren't happens. that many of them before they reached uh, Prospero. Yeah. It was uh, it, 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 it was it was Magnus who stabilized them mm-hmm. from yeah, the flesh change. Or they have uh, maybe they gave them a divination in their book and they saw it coming. And <laughs> well. How many salamanders made it? made it out from uh, the Tempest galleries. Did any? About a thousand. I can't. About a thousand. Wasn't it something ridiculous like thirty thousand went in? Or yeah, something? but they were. No, it was before they were a legion. To, to, oh. And I'm taking a look at the secretary upgrade kits again, and I really, really want them. <laughs> Fair point. I can't argue with that. Um, but one thing, one one thing before we sort of go on to the uh, more regular segment, which is uh, going to be our host list from uh, Christopher, I just wanted to touch back on something because there's been some stuff going around on Twitter today about Age of Sigma, and um, whilst I, I put my hands up saying I'm not a fan, I'm I'm a I'm an old school dwarf and Empire player, um, and I think what Games Workshop did really kicked the community square in the bollocks. Um, with what they've released and how they've done it and everything. I, I appreciate there's a need for a fresh game and to attract new people. Totally get that. Um, but they did kind of, again, use the same term, bend over the old players, throw sand in there <laughs> and say, bite, bite down and take it. Um, yeah, they, they... I don't like what they've done. I really don't. I don't think it's, it's good. I think it's hurt the game badly. Um but the one saving grace for me is the quality of the models that are coming yeah. out, especially the, I'm going to call them what they are, orcs. Because, 
God, they're beautiful. Yeah. And I mean, they're properly, I would be willing to spend money on them. I mean, you're talking two and a half thousand, almost two and a half thousand crowns for the um, army starter <laughs> yeah. books. But you get like those fantastic boar riders, the big stomping along dragon thing. Is that for the starter and books? That's the Collect the Army box, I think, if I've seen yeah. it right. I'll just double-check on DW's I'm website. I'm on the website, if uh, you give me a... You're on there, are you? Yeah. Yep. I'm on, and give, us a, give us a rundown of what's in the box and there. And the Iron, Iron Jaws is a sub-faction of the orcs, I think. It's not the main orc army. It's the... Oh. Well, this bundle contains a swathe of fight some orc miniatures. Is fight some even a word? <laughs> fight some? Fight yeah. some. Um... I don't know. Somebody's probably shoot the copywriter for that. I don't know. That <laughs> yeah, I'm, just I'm, I'm, I'm going sound... to link it to to you so you can see the spelling. Oh, please don't. <laughs> uh, I, I'm bad enough at spelling oh. as it is, but Jesus, that, that doesn't... it doesn't really sound like a word. Uh, they really yeah, need to space got... that, if nothing else, <laughs> in my mind. Yeah, uh, a mega boss on more crusher. That's the big dragon-like thing that looks awesome, actually. Uh, yeah. uh, a mega boss, a war shanter, a weird knob shaman. A set of three gore grunters and a set of five brutes. That's uh, 12 mini- miniatures for two and a half thousand kroner. Really? Yeah. yeah, I mean, there, there is another one, which is uh, the Weird Knob Weird Fist, which just sounds like something Freddy yeah. would enjoy. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, uh, and that's a, that's a slightly better yeah. organised group, uh, Shaman, Retinue of... A set of five brutes, a set of three gore grunters and a set of 15 art boys. So that's uh, the infantry, basically. Because okay. what I'm thinking is, I'm looking personally. I'm looking at these, and I'm going, Ulanor orcs. Yeah. Add in oh. some uh, shooters. Going, I want actually want to do that. And I think with uh, I, to be honest with you, if I was going to do this as a list, I'm not going to go into it because I will actually my next um, <laughs> weird list piece. I actually want to put that together. But there is something to me that says, buy these specifically. Go out and buy third-party weapons. Yeah, like Cromlick uh, Cromlick or them, Puppet Wars. Yeah, like Cromlick Puppet Wars. Go out and buy stuff that just isn't GW simply to make them stand out more. And dear God, there are some fucking huge models in just Scream. Again, I mentioned it last time, the Circle of Ash and Fire, the, yeah. the short story where the Emperor takes on the Orcs. And I'm just looking at it going, this screams that. This, you know, the big stuff just screams it. And with some minor conversions you've got a really good looking force yeah um although the shaman dude does look like he's trying to mix a cocktail with glowing skulls and actually um <laughs> the war or whatever well, he's the called. war shanter looks like he's at a, at a rave waving waving through glow sticks That's glow it, yeah, sticks yeah either that right or he's now. just trying to land something and the weird know? knob shaman looks afraid because his star space fight yeah, but they really do Space look fucking. really, really good. I mean, I haven't watched them at all because I'm not interested in this, but uh, they really look nice. Really, really good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like I said, you know, there's enough plating on them. Maybe you want to add a bit more plastic art on some of the exposed backs. Like I said, play around, throw a couple of shooters in there, some big nasty weapons. Add, add mean, some power packs and make them power ar- powered armor as well. The orcs yeah, were, the orcs were more advanced pretty. back then. Yeah. Yeah, I just think they'd be beautiful models, and I'd have to think of a way, some way of getting this gigantic, knuckle-dragging monster with orc dude on the top into a game and go, yeah, well, tough, it counts as a truck or something, because look at it. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll stop wiggling on about that, but... Um, 
yeah, I just... I don't, I don't like Age of Sigma. I really don't. I don't like what they've done with it. I appreciate people like it. New people like it. But thankfully, the models are coming out are just showing how which way the GW are progressing. And I think that's that's really good. I mean, they're behind Forge World. Don't get me wrong. Um, Forge World have been there already. But um, yeah, I think it's absolutely beautiful. Uh, I don't know. What do you got? Are you guys going to throw your hat in the ring and get strapped for this or? Uh, you mean by buying these uh, expensive boats? <laughs> well, I, well, what's your take on uh, Age of Sigma? Um, I don't really have a take, but uh, these models look awesome. Yeah. I, I say it like this. The models look really good. Most of them, actually. I even can find uh, some things to like about the Chaos models, and they're mainly skulls. Uh, the Sigmarines, not so much, though. No. But uh, I'm still missing my Dogs of War army, my Bretonian army, <laughs> and my dwarves from the Storm of Chaos. No. So I'm, <laughs> I'm. Ouch! You went there, didn't yeah. you? You just had a, to I go got the there. Slayer Horde. Fair point. I got the Doomseekers, and I got Goblin Hewers, and I got the special characters, and like Grim Grier and High Sun, and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Some very cool <laughs> stuff. Hang, hang on, didn't we discuss making a world bearers, uh, not where world eaters, deradio uh, de pattern dreadnought using those goblin hewer <laughs> axe throwers with chain axes in them instead? Yeah, or uh, like a rapier of some sort. Rapier. That was uh, that was uh, on a. I think that wasn't on a podcast. That was on a regular chat. I think. Oh, that was one of our chats before we actually hit record. Yep. Yeah. Ah, oh, the, the, the good old days. The good old days. <laughs> the good old days where I didn't have to sit and edit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really care. It's fun to edit. Yep. Um, anyway, so let's let's move on here because we've waffled a bit and uh, let's get on to the uh, host list. So, Christopher, hit us up with some oh, crazy it, man. What have you got for us? This is a quite well interesting militia list. That okay. is uh, named uh, Sentinels of the Mortalis Verse. <laughs> Sentinels of the Mortalis yeah. Verse. No, not not okay. at all. Uh, reusing the yeah. name of the board game there, and uh, that's nope. uh, a force commander with uh, well, the usual small bits to make him survivable, basically, with the, like uh, Iron Halo and stuff like that. Ah. And then the, uh, mm-hmm. the classic run. Yeah, Iron Halo and. Uh, Power fist, cyber familiar. Uh, power armor, power fist, uh, and stuff like that. Everything it has. Okay. I'm actually not sure because I don't really care about him in this list. <laughs> and it, he's there for a reason. Yeah. It's just to look like he's what he's talking about. Just because I ha- had to. They have. He has cyberogmetics and survivors of the dark age. For and uh, then I have a small Ocular platoon command card cadre to fill out the points that I had left over for the sort lift. They have a. Uh, well, bolt guns and stuff like that, carapace armor, and advanced weapons upgrade. Then we have the Imperial Militia Grenadier Squad with uh, what is it, 17 grenadiers and uh, two flamers, I think, and plasma guns even, Vexilla, bolt guns, advanced weapons. And then we have the fast attack element of this list. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so it's a Sword Mortalis list, so it's only 1,000 points. So, Unit 1 
Imperial, Imperialis Auxilia Sentinel Scout Squadron, 210 p- points. That's Auxilia Sentinels times six with combat blades and heavy flamers. <laughs> heavy flamers, of course. Uh, then we have uh, the, the, the more the multitasking second unit of Imperial, Imperialis Auxilia Sentinel Scout Squadron, 240 points, which is, which, which is four Sentinels with autocannons and combat blades. Oh, no, it's okay. three, three with autocannons and combat blades, and uh, three with multimelters and combat blades. And that's the list. Yeah. It's 12 Sentinels, okay. a unit of infantry, basically. So it's basically we're going to run these twelve with these twelve these twelve um, walkers, and you 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 and you get to to make up the rest of the force. Why? Because it's like being picked for a sports game. When you're the nerdy guy, you're going to get picked last, but we need you yeah. there, kind of thing. That's it's it's the list where you well we found found this car park of the hangar of uh, Sentinels, and we can, might you as well use them because we're low on regular troops. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to ask before we actually start talking about it what on earth made you do this where, where did this mad evil genius craze come from i have 12 sentinels in the attic <laughs> you want to use, the them? Gym, okay. use them i have a 10 sentinels and two unbuilt sentinels in the apartment so it's 10 sentinels in the oh, attic two that's, unbuilt. A that's a lot yeah that, that is a lot yeah so it's more of a repurposing stuff i actually have and making something fun of it yeah, funny, of course. They're they're, um, they're not re- a sentinel isn't really that good. I have had sentinels shoot down Angron. <laughs> Dude, you you've had one guy put a bayonet through Angron's eye. No, not was Angron. It? That was Horus. Oh, Horus. Oh, who who was killed by the flag then? Uh, no, that was uh, the Iron uh, Warriors. What's his called? Oh. Yes, it's a strange name. Petrobo. Is it Petrobo? Yeah, yes. yeah, it's the Primarch, he's purple. Per- yeah, then that, that's the one. So yeah. <laughs> I had my fair share of Primarchs. So, yeah. <laughs> Again, I could hear Fre- I could hear Freddie just hearing these lines going. Damn it! I could have been there to make that even worse. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Freddie. You get you can uh, vent that on the next episode. Yep. Um, okay. So. Okay. Thoughts. I'm gonna I'm gonna be sort of steer this one. Um, yeah. Um, Oscar, <laughs> yeah, uh, your shout, mate. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the Sentinel models. I absolutely uh, love it. So I have, I have also have a lot of Sentinels. Just I've, I've already three painted, and I have three more on the way. So, and then I have like six more unpacked, like uh, secondhand bought, and just gathered them up from friends that quit playing Astro Militarum and stuff like that. So I love that list because yeah. I've been looking at uh, Sol Mortalis and thinking like, what the hell am I going to do here? <laughs> it's just... <laughs> so, and that, that gives me an option. So, yeah, I'm yeah. for it. I'm, th- I'm uh, having uh, the thought of how the hell am I going to move it in the... in the Thormas on the Portalis board. But... Mm-hmm. How are you going to open doors, man? Yeah. I and can't open doors, you know that. <laughs> That's the point. How do you open the doors? And uh, <laughs> I must say that most of the Sentinels are the drop Sentinel type from Fortune. No, what you do... You take the discipline master because you can add them to. Can you add them to any squad? Because you if you can, yeah, then you add them to the sentinel squad. So. And they open mm. the doors. <laughs> mm. yeah. I like that. 
I like that. Or, or do, do, can we get rogue psychers, maybe, to wander around with them? Yeah. And just open the doors? Power of my mind, can well, compel you to open It would be nice if we had a pre-FAQ price for the psychers, when they were free. Yeah. Because <laughs> they forgot to add them. That's as bad as the freaking Moritat infinite hit plasma gun that mm. doesn't, you know. I had the hand flamers. The chain, chain fires in such a painful way. Yeah. yeah. The hand flamers from uh, when they read the new Blood Angels rules, I thought, well, just add hand flamers to the Moritat. Because they, they, then you got infra, inf, infinite fear, basically. Yeah. Well, yeah. you don't. You don't, but uh, people try, wanted to try it. Yeah. I still, I still, sorry, just a very small story on that. Apparently, that was actually pointed out at the weekender, yeah. and um, I think it was Alan Blythe. I'm not sure who it was. Basically, went, oh, I better go and FAQ that before that becomes a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody went, uh, excuse me, do you realise this happens? And they went, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but although, well, they did definitely with the um, the uh, plasma gun. But uh, yeah, but that, that's a great about thing about Forge World. They they do FAQ uh, a lot, and they do it well. Yeah, they really do. That's yeah. important. They really, really do. They're, uh, they're again, they lead the way of um, how to actually deal with your your customer base in my eyes. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, change out for a unit of discipline masters then. Yeah, that could be fun. Yeah. yeah. As long as they fit. I mean, you just double check the ruling, but yeah, yeah. Well, if they don't work, it's pointless to change. But. I like to say I think that that list is completely and utterly batshit crazy, and I love it. Yeah, it, it might or might not uh, make an appearance at Scandus. We'll see. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, how many flavor uh, flamers has he got in that? And uh, doesn't he get rending? In yeah. It? Oh, uh. shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's just uh, eight. No, no, six have flamers. Three Don't you reroll to wounds also in uh, mortalis with flamers? That might be it. it. Might be shred rather it, than it, rending. It's uh, shred. Shred. It's shred. Okay. That's that's bad. Shred or plus one strength if you already have shred or something like that. Okay. Ew. No, you can't uh, add this discipline and mastery zone with the infantry type. They're they're almost infantry. They're almost. They got two legs. Yeah. They got two legs and a guardsman kind of brain. They got a camera. No, but you yeah. could buy uh, platoon command squadrons with thirty points to get like five guys. No, six guys for thirty points. The platoon command cadre. Yeah. Yeah, I got one of those that's upgraded. Yeah. yeah. You can put a couple of those in actually and just have the running around opening doors. Well, I, uh, yeah, I could just <laughs> take them a bog standard. And... Oh, sorry, Christopher, yeah. you're going to live with this uh, open the door uh, thing yeah. forever. Yeah. Oh, so right. you're yes, the guy that uh, couldn't open the doors, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh. me, the guy with the war yeah. hand. <laughs> on, the other, on the other hand. It makes people expect that I can't open the doors, and then I, w I will win for, for that very reason. Oh, okay. But uh, Warhound... You're, you're going to grab the yellow keycard. The Warhound is really nice, actually. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that that really is a crazy list. I, I, I worry about you sometimes, my friend, just what makes you come up with these things. I mean, to be fair, it does seem legitimate that you have the models, you want to use them, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. It was either this or <laughs> building uh, an Ogre in Heavy list for all the ogres I have in the attic. Oh, you have <laughs> well, everything in your attic? Well, let's put it like this. It's not as bad as Freddy, well, trust me. Back in the day, when I lived in Borås, yeah. we went to Gothenburg when the tra tradition had uh, the clearance yeah. sale. I, I, know clearance the, sale. I know, I know. They had a lovely clearance sale. Yeah. So, 
it was just well I'm gonna have one of these these one of these one of these and then they the, the staff really didn't care anymore because they had been basically told that yeah well you can't sell these kinds of games anymore you, you know, I was just gonna sell video games mm. which made half the staff quit mm. <laughs> on that day so they so they had they had Tradition was a really 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 good yeah. place to be when you liked uh, yeah Warhammer had, before the, and the sale they had. Either you got like 50% off, or you get got like buy three, pay for two deals. So the stuff, as I said, didn't really care. Added both of those for every purchase. So you only had to pay for two thirds of your purchase, and with uh, I think we got 60% discount. Yeah, that's Jeez, nice. Yeah, so that's, that's nice. why I had a, an ogre army deal from just well, it's like 400 or so. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, that 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 makes me wish I was in a better place at a better time. <laughs> that was like uh, ten years ago or so. They went on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, oh well, fair enough. Fair enough. So, any, anybody got any last thoughts on Chris's um, uh, Sentinels in the Dark list? <laughs> no, not really. No. Not really. Six, seven, seven. Apart from the fact he nice. needs, apart from the fact he needs to make sure he picks up all the key cards before he leaves the yep. leaves for the battle. Well, that, remember to get the colours right: yellow and yellow, red and red. That's why I added in the multi melters. Nothing else we can burn down the walls, uh-huh. burn down the doors. Hopefully, yeah. Didn't work last time, but no, it didn't. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair enough. Well, that being the case, then what we'll do is we'll take a break, come back to come back after some music, and we will roll into the uh, Arthur Asher report on the Avario cluster where Chris and I sit back and ask pertinent questions of how people blew up each other's armies and uh, Oscar and Eric take us through the uh, the awesomeness that is the, the Malmo heresy scene. So we'll be right back after some of this music.
black and swamp lands Took thee to his ancient smithy Placed thee in his fiery furnace Truly thou hast little vigor Little strength and little danger When thou in the fire went hissing Rolling forth like seething water From the furnace of the smithy When thou didst over the strongest After that uh, fantastic piece of music there, and uh, we'd like to just start moving on now to talking about the Avari Eye Cluster event, which took place on the 14th of May down here in Malmo at uh, Spelensis. And um, yeah, the guys down there put on a three-three-game uh, event uh, on the Saturday, and it seemed like everybody had a heck of a lot of fun. Um, our friend Eric, well, Eric traveled down um, and Jens from Northern Heresy also traveled down so there was some good representation from pretty much everywhere um, you mentioned uh, Kim did uh, Kim Sorensen did he come over from Denmark for this one as well yeah he did yeah he did he did awesome source okay well what we'll do now is we're gonna just gonna go through everybody's experiences so rather than do a sort of mashup what I thought we'd do is have a chat with Oscar first and then we'll uh, hop over to Eric and you can sort of describe your games, who you played against, that sort of thing. So, Oscar, can you give us a, a sort of a heads up on the, the day, sort of like the points limit, what, what was in your army yeah. and sort of take us through your games one at a time? Yeah, I, it was uh, 2,000 points and uh, I kind of scraped my army because I 
did this uh, paint rush for Lincoln for my two and a half thousand, and I didn't even unpack the models for uh, the Avaric. So I just I took away my Stormhammer, and then for the rest of the points, I just like gave that dude a refractor field or someone else a power axe, or was kind of just filling it up. Uh, Little upgrades here yeah, and there to make the yeah. points difference. Not the best, not the best of decisions in, <laughs> in hindsight, but well, you do what I can. Uh, yeah, and um, it was three games. My first uh, game was the general. I was on the heretic side actually this time, uh, so swapping sides continuity. Uh, and um, uh, Kim was the uh, general, and he paired me up with uh, Mikkel uh, from uh, Mikke from the Malmo meta, uh, the first game, yeah. and because we thought he had an uh, all-round bike list with a few uh, terminators. My list was uh, uh, two squads of big levies and then three grenadiers with melter guns, uh, four demolishers, and two laser rapiers and three sentinels. Uh, yeah, and he uh, and he had an all-round bike list uh, with like four squads of just three bikes, nothing, just scoring, and then uh, a drop pod with this big clawy thingy uh, uh, with uh, five terminators in it and with combi melters, and then he had uh, what's he called? Two Death Stars with like uh, two Praetors with uh, Thunder Hammer and uh, Paragon Blade. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, and the game went like started off fairly well, but then I realized I couldn't hurt his uh, Death Stars, uh, oh. couldn't damage them because of uh, the Jink. So my AP weapon were kind of useless, and he didn't have any range weapons, so he didn't care about that. I killed the Terminators, but when he got into close combat, they were like, "Oh, I wound you on a six, and then you have a two plus." <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, so uh, it ended fairly even. He had 19 to 15 points, but those three, sc four scoring units, they were like, oh, and they were, their mission was to uh, claim the other side's uh, deployment zone. <laughs> so, uh, uh -huh. so he just, in the end, he just moved into my deployment zone and scored all the points. There was nothing really I could do. It was a fun game still, but <laughs> yeah. Bikes are uh, really, really good with two plus and toughness five and jink three plus, uh, as cool. the white scars have as he played. So uh, I was going to say, is he playing white scars or dark, dark angels? Is another sort of bike list. Yeah, it's uh, white scars. So uh, it was a fun Fair game. Uh, my second game. Oh, I'm I'm not. Don't remember his name. Sorry, <laughs> but he played uh, ultramarines. Uh, he had a fairly even list, like uh, a few. Uh, uh, Cafracti Terminators, a Spartan with guys, and all-round list and a flyer. It was a fun game. He killed all my tanks, but then just sheer numbers, I overwhelmed him. He had a lot of anti-tanks, uh, and he was claiming objectives um, in the middle of field. So I just put 30 levies on them and just waited. <laughs> <laughs> so that game I won by bodies, body alone. <laughs> Dude, we should uh, just—we should really team up. My warriors and your levies. Yeah. That would be, that would be hilariously funny and fluffy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Anyway, anyway. Sorry, take away from your, uh, your your chat there. Yeah. And then the last game was against Emil with his Iron Warriors, and he had uh, this. Uh, what's it called? Oh, keep forgetting it. Everyone uses the tank with the anti-jig tank. 
Sikarin, um, yeah. He had that oh, one, God, yeah. and he had a rhino. He had a Pride of the Legions who had a rhino full of veterans, and then he had a Spartan with the Ferris Manus and ten Terminator guys, and then he had a drop pod with the the, the heavy dread. Um, what's it called? Leviathan dread. Ooh, nasty. Yeah, and um, that game was it started off fairly even, but uh, then the dice would say like, "No, fuck you," and then I rolled. <laughs> Once and two <laughs> uh, uh, for the rest of the game. <laughs> like since round two, I just uh, there was a moment when I shot at his Terminators and Ferris Manus with like six melter guns, two demolisher cannons, and two laser rapiers, and I didn't do a single wound. Yeah, <laughs> but it happens. Oh dear. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> but uh, I realized that I couldn't hurt Ferris Manus because he had toughness seven. So when he went into close combat, he was like, ah, okay, <laughs> I can't harm you. <laughs> so um, I realized that on 2,000 points, uh, without my super heavy, uh, my army became quite vulnerable because most space main armies, they come into uh, like full effect on 2,000, getting uh, uh, getting their Lord of War, the Primarch, and, or getting two prayer doors as, as Mikke. So um, I was quite weak with my army at 2000, I realized. Yeah. Um, I didn't have the punch I had at 1500, or I didn't have the punch I had at 2500. So it was kind of gap okay. for me there. So uh, I'm thinking of like redoing my army for 2000 points. So, I, but it was fun. I know, I opener. Yeah. I was going to say, what sort of thing did you have? Have you had any thoughts about what you might do with the 2000 point list? Or uh, Go uh, Heretic and uh, Levy Spam with Rending. Because oh. because I faced against two Death Stars. And having. Because I have nothing. I don't have any characters that can take them in close combat. But if I have Levies with Rending. Well. You're going to roll a number of sixes, basically, and that's AP2, and then that's going to make somebody's day very, very hard. Yeah, yeah. Nasty. And it's also like a. Uh, pushing back on the meta that's meta creeping because in 40k death stars are fairly even fairly common i see i think i think uh and seems to be in one one shape or size or another yeah so to push back the meta i'm gonna do the levy span then because you can do your uh death star but so what i'm gonna kill you uh, <laughs> so, so people have to rethink again so meta creep yeah. always do the meta creep change things up a little bit yeah make people think about what they're uh, what they're actually going for yeah i think that's healthy for the game yeah it does sound very cool i must admit um it sounds like a lot of fun i mean the the whole um bike army thing i mean i play i play a dark angel successor in 40k mm. and i'm slowly creeping up towards a, a bike heavy army mm. And if it's done right, it's just nasty because you can't. People can't catch no, it. No, no. And my AP weapons um, are useless because it's the Jink three plus. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it's the because in in thirty uh, k they have two plus, which makes them even worse. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of need a ignores cover like a Typhon or something to dr drop a great big plate on. Them. Yeah, something like that. And also that they ignore uh, difficult terrain, so they just always move twelve everywhere all the time. Uh, yeah. So they're quite good. That does suck motorized donkey balls, has to be said. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was it was fun. But even yeah. Yeah, got beat two times, but the last game was when the dice just said no. 
it became kind of like. <laughs> uh, 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 when the dice says, no, we've had enough, we're not going to bother. Yeah, you just uh, kind of want to go, okay, thanks guys, bye. <laughs> now, even Kim came over and started laughing because he looked at my dice and said, nah, that, that's not working. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about brotherly love in the 30k universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about and telling the other guy, dude, you suck. Yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> exactly what you wanted to hear at that point. Yeah, precisely. I was like, uh. <laughs> so, you think? <laughs> you think my list didn't just die on me? Yeah. Nah. But it was still fun. So what was the um, overall day like, the atmosphere, and what was it like for you out there? Yeah, great. Uh, we had painted up a lot more uh, terrain for this time. So uh, at first of all, we could fill the 4x4 tables, and now we could fill the 6x4 yeah. tables. So we were pretty happy. So uh, always expanding the terrain. So and, and people noticed it and gave comments, positive ones. So that's always fun. Uh, that's good to hear. When you make an effort and people notice. So that was great. Uh, and we had an X-wing uh, tournament uh, right next to us, but still great, great fun, and no one complained. And uh, yeah, I think the the atmosphere was great, or in general. I'm really glad to hear that. Yeah. Man. I'm really glad to hear. Yeah. That so uh, I, I honestly, I expect nothing less because no. you guys are a really good group of guys down there. Um, and it's boding well. Down there. It makes it sound like you're miles away, but you're like 20 minutes on train as far as I'm <laughs> But it's uh, boding well for future arrangements. So, yeah. The, for future Avari, and maybe we'll do. Uh, I was thinking about maybe doing a 30k event in between that's not a uh, progression style like Avari, just yeah. like a regular like, you know, small time tournament or something, just because keeping it going. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that, that would you be should. very cool. You should. Yeah, because it's because it's, uh, I realized because we are throwing up a 40k event now uh, in two weeks, and it's really easy organizing an event, we realized. Uh, I like the sound of yeah, that. It's, it's not that hard. It's, uh, Oscar made it hard for himself because he, to all our benefits, <laughs> because he made the map and he made all the cool prices, he ordered them and and stuff like that. You made custom missions and stuff like that. So, but if you don't do that, it's really easy just whiffing it all together. There are so many uh, already finished templates online. Just download it and go by that. Yeah, just keep it simple, basically. Yeah. So, um, now, but uh, Oscar was the ranger, so full credit to him. He, uh, they were like these prices for uh, best painted and best sports, and then he uh, raffled out two knights from the Renegade. Oh, nice. And then he, I think that Oh, and he raffled out. Uh, what was it? Do you remember, Swede? What do you mean? Yeah, you remember what the third raffle was? There were three raffles, weren't there? Oh, yeah. you won dice. Oh, Horus Heresy dice. Yeah, I, I won the dice. You won the dice. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, I won the dice. And won it. Were they? Were they for your legion? Any dice? What about? <laughs> which which legion? Uh, both, uh, both uh, traitor and the uh, and uh, loyal was it? Okay, I might hit you up for the traitor dice. Yeah, sure. <laughs> might definitely do. Just that. hit me with it. <laughs> from from all the way from uh, Esla. Yeah. Throw something in your direction. You can meet on the uh, halfway or something. Uh, that's a bit scary, but I'm sure we can work something out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just next time you come down, you come down for more barbecue as well. And we'll work it out. Yeah, one more beer and, and it's yours. Perfect. Done. Yeah. Um, uh, but all in all, so, it was yeah, a great event. Really yeah, nice. Yeah. And, uh, and the weather was perfect because it was cloudy. <laughs> cloudy. So no need, no need for those sheets we cloudy. talked about. Yeah. 
It was cloudy, wasn't it? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. It wasn't. In my mind. It was. was it cloudy? I don't know. I've sniffed glue since then. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't remember. Resin. <laughs> Resin. Ah, same thing. <laughs> so one dust or a store, a fume or something. Um, what about the one, one last thing was um, interesting to me was were there any new faces this time or were there any inquiries about coming down for the first time for, for people with this sort of this event with the creep event no actually um, new that you know of there was a Danish of, guy right yeah there was the guy who won the sports he was a new yeah. guy yeah uh, he was new okay. and but I think he was the only one yeah. well that's good I mean, uh, I mean uh, one, I'm not... uh, one over n- none is, is is much better I was just interested to see how they're how the effect is going because I know well I know I'm, I'm kind of guessing that whole of REI plan was to get people into it and, and slowly build armies um, so it was just it's just nice to hear that people are coming along um, and really turning it into into something which is very very cool and I swear to God, I will try and make the next event. I will just have to find out what the date is and move my schedule around so I can actually get there. Um, yeah. But it sounds like a lot yeah. of fun. No, it was great. Um, it's very cool. So, uh, yeah, that was a good thing. Um, yeah. But and co- go on, I was going to say, what, what are the details of the next event? You know, do you know any of the details of the next event? No. When it is? No, we're going to hammer it out, me and Oscar, but so far we don't know. Okay, well, just make sure you give us a shout when you do. Yeah, we'll do. Uh, online. Yeah, and I have to face out at this time, so. Uh, no worries, my uh, real life beckons. What can I say? Yeah, uh, have a great continued chat, and uh, talk to you later, guys. Yeah, yeah. thanks for Cheers, Thanks fun. for coming on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, be safe. We appreciate it, man. Take care. Yeah. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks, Oscar, for joining us tonight. Uh, understand you got to get going and phasing out there but it was uh, really great to have you on the opening and you're part of the Avaria Cluster Roundup and we look forward to having you again on in the future to talk about more about Malmo and just Sweden, Swedish 30k in general. So Eric, over to you buddy, you had three games, you had uh, was it 2,000 points and you're yes. playing Ravengard, am I right? Yes, Ravengard, 2,000 points, uh, very troop-heavy. Uh, very troop-heavy, okay. And this yeah. was this your first visit down to Malmo for 30k? No, it's uh, actually my second, but uh, last time uh, my Ravengard was like uh, 800 points, so they uh, needed to be uh, allies to uh, Oscar, the other Oscar, okay. uh, uh, Ultramarines. Fair enough, so you got some yeah. gaming that way. So. Let's, let's let's start off. Uh, tell tell us about your your army. Tell us, give us an idea about your army, and um, then kick it off with your first game. We'll go from there. Yeah, sure. Uh, my army is uh, basically a lot of uh, infantry. Uh, two of them, one support squad with uh, plasma guns, is in a drop pod. Uh, I also have a Deathstorm drop pod because of the, the fluff where it says that Ravenguard invented this. So it needs to be in my list, of course. Yep. Uh, I only have uh, one tank. Uh, it's a Sikaran, of course. Uh, but that's a that's brutal choice. In... <laughs> yeah, but it's the only obvious choice uh, for my sake. Yeah. Uh, I, so I got uh, three drop pods, two with uh, some guys in, and one Death Storm. Uh, and. Uh, I uh, usually get my uh, two first in the first round. Yeah. And uh, my first game was uh, with uh, Kim. 
because my general has uh, said to me that uh, I should be the attacker. Uh, and uh, one second point zero, Kim rushed forward and said that I want to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> and Kim uh, has this uh, really intensive uh, mech list with a lot of uh, predators. And uh, what's uh, that name with the laser array? Is that the predator too? Oh, the uh, laser array with triple something. Yeah, the. Oh, God, I can't think of the name of it. Chris, you're the librarian here. Uh, is it uh, three or four barrels on it? Three. It's I think Cerberus. it's a laser ray something predator. Oh, something. It, it, it's the is it the the vindicator with laser array? Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. Yeah, uh, he got two of those, and he got two uh, with the plasma, and he's got a. I think it was a uh, Spartan, but I'm not sure. Uh, with the, of course his Primark in two thousand points. Uh, and uh, for my defense, I gotta say that uh, that was my fourth game, uh, so I haven't really got a clue how to use a raving guard because they have uh, infiltrate and such. Uh, but uh, it was a great game, and Kim is a real sport, and I really like him. Uh, uh, and uh, but he t- totally wiped me like in. Uh, well, fourth uh, or something. <laughs> In the fourth turn. Oh. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But uh, it was a fun game and I learned a lot. Uh, I use, um, I did a lot of uh, easy mistakes, of course, uh, to put uh, heavy squads too close, uh, even though they got uh, the reach of 48 and such. Uh, and I realized that I... Uh, uh, perhaps uh, need uh, a lot more of uh, anti-tank. Yeah. Obviously, because uh, the meta in uh, Sweden, as far as I know, uh, is uh, very tank-heavy. No. Uh, so uh, <laughs> being a Raven guard, uh, my first game, I didn't use infrared at all because I didn't know how. Okay. Really, uh, for the best use. Uh, but uh, yeah, but uh, it was a, it was a good game, and uh, I learned a lot. Uh, and uh, in my second game, uh, I met uh, I haven't uh, remember his name, but he played uh, Alpha Legion uh, with uh, Mech Allies, or the other way around. I can't, can't remember. Uh, and that one was. Uh, pretty good game uh, my dice was on my side uh, for some times and uh, his dice were on side for at one point okay so and uh, sounds like a yeah, fair back and forth swing with the dice then yeah it, it looked uh, kind of really it looked really good in the, in the start and in the beginning like the, the first two turns uh, and I learned uh, the hard way because uh, of the Objectives, uh, because uh, I thought it was uh, six inches uh, from the objectives to claim the objective, Uh, but it was uh, only three inches, so uh, I happened to move my troops (laughs) a bit. Uh, So I really need to learn all the rules more 
uh, to use them proper. Yeah, I think I think that's just the, how it works with experience at the end of the day. Yeah, because I'm still uh, a noob, really. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I really, really see the point by doing 30k armies instead of 40k armies because it doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't really matter if I lose or win. Of course, I want to win, but. Uh, the advantages of 30k is so much, so much better than in the 40k uh, scene. Yeah, as, as so, long as you are uh, having fun, eh? Yeah, be- because it is always. Yeah. Uh, every, every game is a fun experience. That's good uh, to hear. Yeah, uh, and those uh, Alpha Legions. Well, um, I didn't see them as. I mean, I, I got rules against uh, uh, like characters and such, uh, where it get, g- gives me preferred enemy uh, characters. Uh, I realized that uh, in my last game. So I mean, I got rerolls on like both victim to to wound. In the last game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, the the last game was against uh, word bearers. Yeah. Uh, there was a he was a substitute, so he borrowed uh, the other Oscars uh, uh, army. But uh, he played well, and uh, I played my well. But uh, still, those fucking Galborbuck <laughs> was uh, really, really intense. <laughs> uh, and I uh, made uh, quite a few uh, bad uh, rolls with the dice. Yeah. I had like. Uh, eight guys left in a uh, sixteen uh, guys uh, 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 choice with my uh, uh, character uh, uh, who is uh, Maun and uh, I rolled uh, pretty badly, so uh, I went off the board. It's like eight guys and Maun. That's like two hundred and fifty points. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, that felt. Uh, and uh, I didn't realize that my javelin was uh, twin-linked, so I made that mistake uh, all over the three games. Uh, so th- th- there's a lot to learn, and uh, that's... Um, well, you get better for every game, and uh, I'm a slow learner, and I'm a slow painter, and then by slow uh, almost everything. Uh, <laughs> I know that feeling. Don't worry. No, but uh, I, I need to. I need to play more. I need to play. Yeah. Well, well that's the that's the only way to get better if you play more. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Well, there... uh, but uh, sorry, man. Go on. Yeah. Uh, the the games um, like uh, all the participants were great, mm-hmm. and uh, Oscar and the other guys made a great job. Uh, explaining what they want to do because uh, whenever they wanted my general could uh, leave me a little bit of a a note uh, or uh, an extra uh, of some kind yeah Uh, he didn't but um, uh, he he gave me one card uh, that said that I could uh, get rerolls for my uh, uh, extra drop pods and such but um, well I don't need them because I got on and I'm a Raven Guard player, so I got uh, rerolls uh, anyway. 
like, we got this. It's cool, man. We don't need this extra order. We got this. Yeah, I mean, I got the rerolls to deployment. I got rerolls to uh, goes the first round and such. So uh, useful. I think, yeah, Very it is. Useful. Yeah, and uh, I got the infiltrate on everything, and I can get drop pods to everything. That's pretty cool. So that was that was your first game. Uh, yeah, I mean the first game was against Kim, and uh, yeah. he, he had a Primark, and uh, Mortarian isn't that. Oh yeah, that's it. You're saying yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. kind. Yeah, that ghost walk thing is scary enough at the best of times. Yeah, he totally butchered me. Uh, but uh, the other guys, uh, they didn't have any Primarks or Lord of War, so it was uh, more of a fair chance. <laughs> so Kim was your first opponent with the Death Guard. Yes. Your second opponent was the Alpha Legion? Yeah, yeah um, I think it was Mechanicum uh, Alpha Legion uh, allies. Ew, okay. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, I really, really have problems with the uh, mech lists. Uh, so, first Kim, <laughs> I, mean, I right. didn't dent him his uh, tanks that much. Hmm. Uh, I really need some more last guns or plasma guns or... Something, Something with some like high, high, uh, high, high AP and preferably yeah. armor bane with uh, things like the, the melter. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah. one thing I noticed that uh, my Death Storm drop pod, uh, the first round when it comes down, yeah. it's uh, still only Ballistic 2, but uh, it hits everything inside of uh, a 12 bubble. Okay. Everything. I mean, is it... Uh, two squads or five squads or ten squads, it doesn't matter because it hits everything. Oh. Which uh, type of death, death storm do you have? Is the, with, the... with crack. With crack. Oh, uh, yeah. nice. Yeah, it's a strength 8 AP3, I think. That's right, yeah. 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 Uh, friend or foe, of course. <laughs> no. So uh, I, ha- I happened to shoot my own javelin and it went oh, down dude. in my first, yeah, <laughs> dude. In my first game. <laughs> oh, crap. Uh, check, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah. Check, please. Uh, I think I'm going to be done for the day now. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, it was a chance for me because uh, I have uh, twin-linked uh, last cannons and a metal gun, okay. uh, multi-melter. So uh, was, I took a chance. That was your. Uh, that's a large part of your armor penetration right now. I'm guessing then. Yeah, uh, that and uh, my Sikaran. Yeah. So, but uh, I realized that uh, I probably should use uh, a siege breaker and a at least six, seven, or eight uh, last cannon guy uh, as support squad. To take a leaf out of the Iron Warriors book, eight of them in a bunker. If or <laughs> can you take? Um, Fortifications. I can't. I can't take bunkers because I'm a Ravengore player. Oh, well. There are no. There are no drop bunkers. No. Uh, yeah. Right. Right. That would be cool though. Just to <laughs> yes. drop down a bunker. Yeah. yeah plastic. It, pre prefabbed plastic right, um, bunker with retro rockets on it, so you can drop it off a full it, transporter and then yeah, leave in it. In the there. middle of in the middle of the battleground or in the enemy's deployment zone. Yeah. It's like. Do, it's, it's like Boris. We want that piece of land. What are we gonna do? Drop a bunker yeah. on it. Yeah, but I still think that. Uh, I really need to learn about the uh, when you do the um, infiltrate thing. Uh, yeah. That if you do that proper, uh, you could really well, you could really uh, make a lot of it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think yeah. it's the Night Lords as well that have a relatively 
with the possibility of a really relatively decent infiltrate army outside of veteran squads and taking their special rules. And I've seen a couple of them do very, very well. Um, yeah. But it helps yeah. to have someone like uh, Kurz running up the field, offering out uh, ridiculous cover yeah. saves and night fighting and stuff, which you you don't have, but you've got a lot of uh, a lot of options. Yeah. At least. Yeah. So uh, I will keep practicing, and now uh, this weekend I will. Uh... Meet the two guys from uh, Gothenburg mm-hmm. who uh, did uh, arrange the Gothcon right. uh, like a month ago, uh, and we are about to talk about the BSK, that is uh, Boros Spelkomment. Okay. Uh, uh, and it's uh, well, it's a big convention. Well, let's, let's hold that thought until we've uh, gone over the Avara cluster, but definitely yeah. give us a shout yeah. out about that. Give us some information about that when we get through this uh, yeah. this little bit. So, yeah. what happened in game three? Who did you come up against, and what sort of happened? Uh, I played against uh, a Warbearer yeah. army. Uh, it was uh, a Spartan, uh, a Land Raider, a uh, Contemptor, uh, and uh, I think it was two. Rhinos with the tacticals in it. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 this uh, game was uh, fairly even in until the last uh, round. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he was a great player. He used them well. Uh, and I had a uh, fair, fair amount of uh, luck with my dices. Uh, and I really, really tried to uh, avoid those Galborbak, but I couldn't. So they, yeah. they just aren't nice. Yeah, yeah the kind of the first round of uh, uh, close combat, they killed about six or seven or something in a tactical squad with my uh, special character Moen. Great to play with. Great to play with. To play against. Sucky. Yeah, yeah, uh, and um, I tried to. Uh, uh, roll the dice uh, because I lost so many guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I totally failed, <laughs> and I <laughs> totally failed uh, to regroup. Uh, so uh, the last eight or nine guys yeah. with my special character and my warlord yeah. went off the board. It's like 250 guy- points of guys or something. Ouch! Uh, yeah, that really hurts. Uh, yeah. But uh, Instead, the Galvorbach was in the center of the uh, board, yeah. and I had my javelin. I uh, had a lot of guys, like in a square around them. Yeah. So everybody uh, tried to uh, kill them in the next round. And so they still got like uh, two guys. I think there was uh, one uh, chaplain and another guy uh, attacked another tactical. Uh, squad of mine and almost killed them, or they did. They did kill them, <laughs> wow, <laughs> actually. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Galvorbach is uh, really pain in the ass. Fair enough. I mean, let's, let's be yeah, honest. So I, they're kind of the first demonic heretic type yeah. space marine. So you expect them to be able to uh, kick a little rear end. Um, yeah. When they do, but stuff. still, he didn't use any magic or something. Yeah. Fair point. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, but uh, the Galvorbach is uh, whoa, they are really, really heavy. Fair. Surely. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in the end, uh, I lost uh, all my three games. But 
at uh, the first against Kim, I was almost totally wiped. I think I was wiped. Uh, that's a really, really tough cracker to uh, tough nut cracker. Uh, his uh, list it's uh, it's very solid. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, put the Primark in two thousand points list. It's uh, well, he's he's no nice guy. I like the guy, but he's no nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> if he was, he'd be on the other side. Oh, Kim, I'm sorry. I love. <laughs> But uh, this was an experience. Uh, the Alpha, Legion, and Mechanicum list. Uh, the tough guys was the Mechanicum. Uh, the Alpha Legion was uh, okay to meet. Uh, the World Barrier uh, game, the last one, uh, it was, uh, I think I lost with uh, 6 to 4 or something. Uh, I think the, the guy who met me could uh, tell us about it if he wants. Yeah, uh, he was a runner-up because uh, he had to jump in and play the uh, Oscars uh, World Barriers. Uh-huh. And he came uh, in as a runner-up for the event. Yeah, That's because he, he, he wasn't supposed to play, but uh, there was uh, some guy who uh, didn't arrive or something. I don't know, but uh, uh, they had to have uh, someone who could uh, come in a short notice and uh, play. Cool. Yeah, so he hadn't played uh, World Bears at all, so I think he, he was a great player anyway. That's really good to hear. Yeah, in comparison to me who hasn't played uh, anything and I need like a lot of more games to learn the game and to use my arm in the right way. Uh, never knock yourself. It's all, it's all about the heresy at the end of the day and having, and having yeah. fun. Yeah. And, uh, and you have to yeah. play both win and lose to learn the game anyhow. Yeah. yeah. And I think exactly. I think we we can all say we experienced the losing side a little heavier to start off with. Yeah. yeah. But um, so the, sounds like you had a lot of fun. Like the day overall was good. I mean, so yeah. any, any particular highlights in games that stood out for you? Like uh, somebody knifing a Primark to the eye with their bayonet, or uh, somebody shoving a banana milk bomb <laughs> the pipe of a tank or something? Or actually, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> you never know. Was, um, yeah, I think my armor did. Uh, what they were supposed to, but uh, the leader, me, the general, mm. uh, made all the mistakes. And the dices, of course. Uh, I mean, some of the dices uh, in the first game against Kim, I mean, he has got a really solid list, but uh, uh, it doesn't help if my dices isn't on my side. Yeah, makes so, sense. I think we, yeah. I, oh, I've been there many, many times, mainly my Dark Angels versus my friend's uh, 40k Elder. <laughs> and unless it's my my, I have a, a, a tactical marine called Bob, Bob the missile launcher dude. Because when Bob moves, he snap fires, he hits, and every yeah. time, every time he hits, and that's a, that's my highlight of most games is always hitting with the snap fire missile launcher. Everything else is just, ow, ow, yeah, ow. And then yeah. and then I've gotten better. I came up with a strategy to uh, to actually do well against him the last time we played. It went well, and then he went right. I'm changing my army list. It was like, dude, I almost had it. <laughs> But, yeah, you know, that shit happens, I guess. Yeah. So how was the? How yeah. would you sort of describe the day overall? Uh, the day was, uh, I mean, the terrain looked uh, awesome, uh, and I think they made a, a great effort to make it look uh, nice this time. Uh, like Oscar said, I think they uh, really hit it this time. Yeah. And 
also the, the the game chart where all the factories and all the other things that we were supposed to take uh, uh, against the traitors. Uh, I uh, think the the loyalists are still uh, winning uh, against the traitors. Uh, I think it's uh, like something about uh, 16 or 18 to 10 or something. Uh, we have this big chart uh, and we could choose to attack like factories or uh, hive cities. Yeah. Uh, uh, and we have a lot of, uh, I think we have a lot of hive cities. I'm not sure. Uh, and uh, I think uh, that's a great way to see what you are about to do uh, when loyals plays against uh, traitors. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, if it's uh, on a big map, you can see uh, when you put all these uh, different uh, colored uh, plastic thingies, uh, you can always see what you're about to do. Uh, so I'm attacking this guy, so I put my blue-looking plastic thing on this place and uh, then you just go away to uh, meet your opponent and talk about what are you what you're about to do that's pretty cool yeah so, uh, so it, it was a, a big chart uh, with a lot of uh, yeah they got that uh, like an interactive map similar to the yeah yeah and i like what was it called the planetary Planet- 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 yeah but yeah. they made i think they made their own yeah, I think so. I think so. I think they put up some photos in 30k Sweden the other day. Cool. Yeah. That's fun. I have to try yeah. and dig them out somewhere. Yeah, so yeah. I think the um, the way they executed it was uh, great. Awesome. Well, I'm really glad to hear that. And it sounds like you had a really positive experience, even if the dice didn't go your way. Yeah, um, and so... I always got to choose the table next to the window and... Uh, when the sun hit the the Senate, it was very, very hot. Uh, Oscar earlier mentioned that it wasn't hot, but he didn't play in the sun. Did he Did he stand next to the air condition in the other corner? I, I think so, I think so. Yeah, you know, organizer privilege or, uh, you know, tactical generaling. Um, but I think I think last last episode we joked that he'd have to go and buy a load of sheets from IKEA and put them up at the window so as to take some of the heat yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Missed an opportunity there, Oscar. He really did. Could have done that. Yeah. Just saying. Um, so it sounds like you had a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, going to these uh, occasions and meet all the players. I mean, I haven't um, actually. Before, I mean, with the 40k and such, uh, it wasn't the the same mood. It wasn't the same, uh, what you call it, when it... Atmosphere? Yeah, atmosphere. The atmosphere is so much better with 30k. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for real. Uh, I can't emphasize that enough. Uh, I I don't think we we can't emphasize it enough every episode that that's... I know that's one of the key reasons I play, not just the shiny models and the, the fun fluff, but just because it's... Really yeah, because uh, w- w- when I play, played uh, Black Templars uh, in 40k, it was nothing like that. Yeah. Nothing. Well, I'm, hell, like I said, I play against Eldar, and there's a point where you just see the same uh, wave serpent. Yeah, three uh, wraith ra- with wraith guards, wraith guard with D template, D flamer templates, and you yeah. just go, yeah. "Fuck you, man!" With the Dark Reapers, yeah. and the, my, my friend knows I have a very dis- very big dislike for this list, but you know it's legit within the rules. So it's a unit of those uh, five Dark Reapers 
with an exarch and then a wraith lord a wraith, wraith knight sorry yeah that he is a gigantic creature striking at a better initiative than a knight and basically totals him um, yeah so yeah it's yeah there's just no fun but when for, for me what I, I look forward to and what i like to see i mean when I hear the, like what you guys are going through, and when I see some of the reports online, like from Guerrilla Military Games, and not so much many wargaming because I feel they've just got no heart in what they're doing, um, yeah. but I really get the feeling of, of the fun and the, the background and the whole nine yards, which just doesn't happen in 40k. It just really feels like okay, well this is the most powerful list we can deliver, so that's what we're going to do. This craft world has yeah. this Space Marine Army always runs. You know, uh, mm-hmm. whatever it is, uh, yeah, Skyhammer, Skyhammer, Assault Force <laughs> with Relentless this and Doohickey that, and you know, Tau with uh, whatever. Anyway, I, I don't want to rail on 40k. I do actually like the game. I play it. There are differences. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I haven't seen any tournaments uh, using uh, anything to like in the 40k when you're playing tournaments. You always need. Uh, a big list of things that you can't do. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I don't think... I mean, of course, there are heavy or very tough lists in 30K, of course, but uh, uh, it's it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. Fair point. Yeah. Fair point. I was uh, thinking, going back to... Well, you mentioned uh, BS Core. That's yeah. the one in... Uh, is it in November? Yeah, uh, the weekend after your Halloween, uh, it's called uh, Alla Helgona. Yeah, it's the first uh, weekend in in November. November. Then. Yeah, uh, it used to be one of the biggest events in Sweden. Uh, now I don't know because I haven't been there for like uh, ten, fifteen years or something. But uh, I found out that uh, there have been a lot of changes uh, in the local uh, area here with uh, a lot of people who really enjoys this uh, sadly they don't have any 40k players uh, so there aren't any 40k players to invite to 30k uh, but still there will be uh, uh, 20 places uh, 20 participants I mean yeah uh, and they uh, uh, well, um, it's a, it's a big event, of course. Uh, so I, th- I think it will be fun. Yeah, so, it's yeah. A, it's a part of a gaming convention. So yeah, a big uh, gaming convention. Sounds like a lot of fun, and you know, health and wealth and work and all that sort of stuff uh, permitting. I might try and make it up. Although it is a couple of weeks after my little girl's uh, fifth birthday, and so it's, I may uh, have to do stuff. It's also like if two or three weeks after Scandus. There yeah. is that as well. <laughs> yeah. But it, but for you, it is a bit closer than Stockholm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. But that sounds really cool, man. I mean, have you are you sort of fleshing out the details now? Yeah, uh, I'm about to meet up the, some guys uh, who want to help me with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's actually the guys who uh, arranged the Gothcon. Yeah, the 30k event uh, on Gothcon. So uh, it will be very helpful for mm-hmm. a guy like me uh, because uh, uh, the local uh, club here, it's called uh, Armageddon. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it is. 
and they wanted me to arrange this, so I uh, uh, looked around on the 30, uh, Sweden, 30k Sweden, yeah. uh, and they uh, uh, started to talk to me, and uh, they wanted to help me to arrange this, because they had only uh, good vibes from the 30k arrangement in Gothcon. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I think it uh, will be nice because uh, they already has big plans and uh, they already have uh, uh, done a lot. So I think it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a... Uh, I think we should m- mention at this time that uh, Borås is about an hour outside of Gothenburg, so it's not that yeah. far to travel. No, it's uh, closer to Gothenburg than it is to... It's closer to Borås than it is to Gothenburg from Malmö. Yeah. Not in time, but in the miles. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Well, it sounds yeah. like you got a lot going on in your plate there, buddy. And, um, yeah, yeah. things ahead. Yeah. yeah, as far as I know, I'm the only 30k player in uh, Borås. Uh, I have uh, uh, talked to my friends, and uh, today uh, a friend of mine and me mm-hmm. uh, ordered uh, his first uh, word bearers. Uh, uh, stuff awesome yeah so yeah. Uh, like in uh, six months or something yeah. he will be able to play i think awesome well, it's really good and, to hear that and if there is an event really kicked off i might be able to travel down for yeah cool. you yes, should cool. uh, actually because i mean you grow up in Borås and you grow oh, up almost in Gothenburg. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but you but you did playing the did. playing the family playing the heritage card, Eric. I, I, I appreciate yeah. that. I did live in Borås for a while. I must admit that. Cool. Yeah, okay. and you did live in uh, Gothenburg, and it's like forty minutes away. So uh, stay at your parents for the Friday, and at the Saturday you come play yeah, in Borås. Basically, it's not far away. It sounds cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on, buddy. I appreciate having a good chat with us about Varii and giving us a heads up on your event. And we will definitely keep that in our thoughts as we go along. And we'll make sure we uh, pimp it as hard as we can for you once you start getting more details. So just keep us in the loop, yeah? Yeah, soon in a not-so-far future, there will be uh, an event uh, coming up. And uh, uh, I will obviously share it on uh, 30K Sweden. Yep. Pop it up on our Facebook page, the Vrangin Heresy uh, Facebook First, page as well. Or, or send yeah. emails to me yeah. and I sort it out. So. Yeah. That's cool, man. Well, what we're going to do now is we're just going to wrap up this segment and we're going to come back after some music and we're going to finish off with the wrap-up.
we're back with our wrap up. So thanks very much to uh, Oscar and Eric for spending some time with us going over the Malmo Avarii event, which sounded really, really cool. Looks like the guys had a lot of fun seeing more more models painted and on the table and um, even seeing some new faces come down, which is really, really good to hear. Uh, looking forward to seeing their stuff happen more and more in the future. And, um, yeah, so we'll be talking about those guys a little bit later when we go over the events. But, Chris, you said you wanted to have a chat a bit more about uh, Tyler's Rubio when you had some more uh, time to have a look at him. So uh, have your say, man. What do you want to go over? Yeah, I've, uh, I did mention last time, I think it was, that uh, we that I wanted to see more pictures of the Rubio before I pass, passed any judgment on him. Yeah. And I found some on Battle Bunnies for where someone managed to paint him in a day. The Kaylee Rilanus. Good effort. And that's, it's, it looks really nice for a one-day painting challenge, basically. Mm-hmm. And looking at him, and with a smaller base, and not only the display base, it looks it looks a bit more awesome, actually. And the only thing I'm really not sure on still is the sword, because it looks a bit thick and clunky. I know Fort will have made better swords than that, even if it's a, if it is the smaller gla- Gladius style. That's that's a nice touch because he's an ultramarine from the beginning, and he looks quite. He got a nice pose with the one hand forward and the sword resting back back, and got a nice book with the, the sign of. Uh, this is called Malkador. Yeah, and the, the, and the sa- sa- same on the right shoulder pad. Mark of the Sigilite, I think it's, yeah. it's it's official title is. Yeah. It's a really nice touch. Yeah. And uh, I like how simple the armor is. It's just a functional piece of armor, but it's still beautiful in its simplicity. Yeah, it's very, very cool. I like it. Uh, uh, save my two senses, uh, having had a look at the images you linked to me. I, I really like it. Uh, again, like you say, a good painting job. The smaller base does look much better. Yeah, it makes more sense than the entire mountain he's standing on, usually. Yeah, I get the. I, I can't remember whether it was on one of the other podcasts or uh, other 30k podcasts or something, but I kind of get the feeling they're going to kind of all of the. Um, oh, what do you call them? The uh, agents of the Sigilite or whatever they're yeah, called. The Knights Errant. Knights Errant. That's the word I'm looking. The words I'm looking for. Um, do you mean the display base? The yeah, entire collection. The dis- yeah, they're sort of like going to do an entire display base yeah. I think collection. it was uh, the other Australians, the loaded, loaded dice that talked about it, the tire yeah. at least. Maybe someone else have. I'm not really, not really been able to catch up on all the podcasts lately that I wanted to, sadly. But oh, dude, need to need to spend some hardcore time listening on to uh, listening to some podcasts. Well, thankfully there's only is it two weeks, and I'm on holiday, <laughs> so. You mean two weeks until you don't have to roll out of bed three times a week to go to um, lectures and stuff lectures, like that? Lectures, right? yeah, because well, yeah, it's a two weeks until I have two months doing nothing and earning sod all. My heart bleeds for you, man. Yeah. My heart bleeds for you. Oh, to be fair, I've been unemployed for far too long, so I know exactly how that feels. Yeah. So I'm I'm much happier that now I'm I'm not so much in that situation. So I will not moan. Yeah. But, you're, uh, you're making a name on yourself on the internet these days. Yeah, what can I say? There's something about Facebook Live that's just uh, kind of addictive when you're uh, working 
to uh, advertise a um, a new business. It's kind of fun. Yeah. But, so uh, yeah. What, what, are your, what are your thoughts on now that the week has passed, basically? On uh, on Warhammer Fest. Um, yeah. What's your favourite? No. My my, f- uh, I, okay. The fourth the fourth legion in me. I cannot lie. It has to be. It still has to be the Iron Circle. But the oh my god, it's big. It's pretty. I want it. Part of me is going Mastodon. <laughs> yeah, and it's it sounds like a trainer Mastodon, 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 and that sounds just wrong when you say it too fast. Um, yeah. Especially but, if you're in in a dimly lit room on your own, in front of the computer. Yeah, definitely. Oi, how do you? Where's that camera? Where have you got a camera in here, man? How do you know this? <laughs> I turned the webcam off because of what you said the last time. Cyber skulls, cyber skulls. Freaking, me- freaking mechanicum, crazy. <laughs> freaking, there's a reason we call you a, a magos around here. Scary, man. Very scary. Um, no, seriously, I, I kind of want to. I think, again, I was listening to the TFL guys and I kind of want to do the ultimate, what I think is, uh, they refer to as the ultimate dick list for <laughs> 30k, which is basically a Mastodon and it has a 40 troop carrier, uh, yep. 40 troops and maybe putting a talon of um, Leviathans or Contemptors in there. <laughs> can it uh, actually, it, yeah, it can take Dreadnoughts, right? I believe so. I need to reroute the rules. So if somebody is hearing this and going, dude, don't be such a dick because of, please tell me. So I understand why. Uh, but my, my immediate thoughts are, yes, a number of dreadnoughts, preferably a talent of, of close combat leviathans or death blossom. So it's the twin storm cannon um, leviathans popping out of that after having rolled across the um, the table for a couple of turns may put a serious dampener on somebody's day Um, yeah and just the thought i mean don't get me wrong i absolutely love the um the the paint job they've done for the uh sons of horus on the display one i think it's gorgeous yeah but for me something just screams fourth legion about that it's big it needs to be shiny it needs to be shiny with hazard stripes on and i really just want to ram some dreadnoughts down somebody's throat with that I'd love to see a Mastodon with a giant seed shield. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a giant dozer blade, like the one from the Gorgon that has the entire... Yeah, it, well, uh, we've we kind of we, we we talked about that, haven't we? I mean, it's uh, it's something I'm thinking of doing for my um, my Spartan, actually. is yeah. uh, I think I mentioned this in our first episode. I'm, I'm trying to do... Oh, actually, it would have been the last episode when we did our um, our host list and I talked about the um, cults militia I'm going for kind of a British yeah. trench warfare idea and you came up with a rather awesome idea of uh, doing the dozer blade on the um, on the Spartan but using the Gorgon dozer blade yeah because it's, yeah, it's got a built in assault hatch which would look pretty awesome actually I just you know buying buying a Gorgon just to have the um the uh, the dozer blade on it might be a bit much. <laughs> I kind of want one for my Colts Militia anyway, but I'd want it with a dozer blade. Yeah. So I guess if anybody's feeling generous and actually happens to have a spare one somewhere, like a miscast or something, hit me up via Messenger and we'll uh, via the page and we'll work something out because that would be freaking awesome. Otherwise, you could just build it yourself. 
I could take, take a I few could. hours, but uh... I could. But the opportunity to actually have one if somebody's got lying around, I won't knock that knock that back either. Yeah, that's true. Pretty that's awesome. True. Um, but yeah, no mastodon <laughs> all the way, man. Mastodon all the way. It's very very pretty. Um, yeah, yeah. I have to go with that one. Yeah. So okay, I, I, I think we we did a pretty decent review of Warhammer Fest last time. Um, so let's keep on with the wrap up itself. Let's let's just pop to what will be a, a regular segment on on our our show every every week up until the event itself. Is um, we're just going to give uh, Freddy's uh, charity raffle for the Warlord uh, Titan yeah. uh, a shout out. For that that's the raffle for raising funds to help um raise awareness and fight uh, or not fight but improve the research capabilities to fight uh, dmd which is a muscular dystrophy d- um, disease and that is just a shitty thing to have and as i said before our hearts go out to him and to all uh, his son and all, all the people who uh, actually deal with this on a regular basis yep. Uh, we just want to do. We would do what we can, which is shouting it out as often as possible. So, go do it. Go to our page, uh, the Facebook page. So, the Vrangian Heresy Podcast on Facebook. You can also have a look on the Eye of Horus on the um, Age of Darkness. They've got some uh, links on there as well. Thirty-five dollars US dollars buys you an entry into a raffle to win a. Pro painted, and I do mean not uh, not an e bought it off eBay, fifteen layers of enamel paint, pro painted kind of thing, but pro painted by Chris and the guys at Scattershot Painting, and we've got some work in progress pictures up as well, and it's just beautiful. But it is, you know, it's a pro painted Warlord Titan for thirty five bucks. You could win that. Yeah. But for me, it doesn't matter. The the third, it's what the third, what that thirty five bucks goes towards. That means more. That means more than anything else. Yeah, and, and we that's could, what we need to do. We could also mention that on our page, the Verania Harris podcast, we got Fred Freddy's post uh, stickied on the top, where he yeah. explains everything about the raffle and what, what exactly it is the money goes to. Yeah, and it's it's that's definitely really nice. worth. Yeah, it's really well written. I know he wrote it from his heart, and it's really well written. And at the end of the day, education is. A big part of the battle so go read it go educate yourself a little bit understand it and then if you're on the fence if you're doing a lionel johnson and just sitting on the fence fence somewhere that'll push it i know i couldn't resist uh, that'll that should push you over the top that one's for you by the way jens um that should push you over the top and get you to put your money where it should be and you're in with a chance of winning an awesome model painted by awesome people you you can't lose um so yeah go do it go do it now like pause this podcast go go click the links read it go go buy a ticket then come back and finish listening to this podcast okay you've got three two we're glad to have you back good good job well done for getting a ticket and if you didn't you suck or at should, least wait until payday and then go and do it we should also mention that uh that it's quite uh the raffle is open until the this is the 16th of uh, October this year when the draw will be held at uh, the Scandus event in Stockholm or right outside Stockholm. Yeah, so that's like four paydays worth of tickets you can be getting uh, between now and then 
which is totally a goal, but set, easy to set. And that just reminds me, I've got like four and a half months to paint my army. Um, crap. Okay, we can do this. <laughs> um, but yeah, go to it, guys. Seriously, the the community's getting behind this. Um, I know that the guys, I think we mentioned this before, that there's going to be a live webcast being done by the Forgotten Legion guys from uh, South Texas, uh, West Texas. They're kind of everywhere, um, down in the uh, Lone Star State. And Freddy's going to be on there. I'm going to try and be on there. Um, I think they're going to try and get the guys from I Have Horace involved. We'll just see what happens. But uh, have a listen to their uh, podcast as well to keep some details up to date. But we'll we'll keep you in the loop as well. So that's our sort of uh, charities update. And if you've got anything you want us to shout out in this, um, by all means do let us know. Drop us an email, um, thevarangianheresy at gmail.com, or hit us up on Twitter or on our Facebook page. Um, so let's sort of move on and talk about events. Um, as we had the guys on here this evening, I want to sort of jump on to uh, the Avarii uh, series that they're doing. Whilst Oscar said that they don't have any more dates planned specifically just yet, they they are planning on more. They're definitely going to be doing one towards the end of the summer, I believe, and then one a little bit more towards uh, the end of the autumn. I'm just guessing at the dates myself there. Um, But that's great to see that the heresy scene in Malmo is just growing and growing and growing. And if work, life, and my finger out of my backside painting uh, promise kicks in i'll be attempting to attend at least one if not both of those as well so that would be pretty cool um then we had uh, as you heard from eric that there might be an event at boros spell convent in uh, what is the first weekend in november so that might be a might be a good event it's the gothcon people involved but we'll have eric back on if and when they actually settle on something yeah, I know they're in the, as you said, they're kind of in the very early development stages of that yeah. right now, but all power to him, man, getting an event up and running is not an easy thing. And uh, again, it just shows how much the scene is looking to grow here in Sweden um, from the fortress of power and nutitude that it already is to um, being a, a true, truly impenetrable bastion of 30k. Um, so let's see, let's see what happens with that one. But good job, Eric. Keep going with it, mate, and uh, keep us in touch. And then I, th- I think the, the the premier event we've got going at the moment here in Sweden, and that's not to knock anything else, is going to be the Burning of Skandas Prime, a uh, two-day event that Freddy's put together, and that'll be on the 15th and 16th of October. And I am not even going to try and pronounce where it is because I, I, I don't have a funny Australian accent to make it easier to say and well, make funny. I could do it just to... Go sure. on, you, you show them how to do it Should in Swedish. We know you're listening. Pay attention to how Swede will say this. So do it properly for, for the for the Australians, please, Christopher, just so they understand how to do this. It's held at Försvarsgården in Solentuna. That's me saying it with a really raspy... I have a really nasty cold voice. <laughs> so you guys got that? Good. So we expect to hear it properly the next time we listen to the Eye of Horus. So just saying, boys, get it get it right. You know, we have feelings too. Um, so, yeah, that'll be a, the two-day event, 3,000 points, uh, no relics, no holds barred. Rock up with your Primarchs out, rock up with your Lords of Wars out, or maybe or maybe not a Warhound Titan or, or two, um, mm. depending on how crazy you want to be. But um, 
it it is a fun fun event. It's going to be my first uh, personally my first 30k tournament to get to, and I am looking forward to it a hell of a lot. So train tickets are already booked. Game ticket will be booked this weekend or yeah, payday this month I think is when I'm going to get that fixed. And then yeah, all locked in, and the Varangian Heresy will be uh, showing up in force with uh, yourself and Freddy there. Yeah. Hopefully, Freddy will show up. Cause I really hope so, actually. He is, considering he's meant to be organizing it. And uh, uh, you kind of forgot to mention that there is a 1,000-point sideboard for Sword Mortalis. There is a point. I'm, I'm and, trying to, uh, I, I won't lie. I'm trying to forget about it because it means I've got to pay more. <laughs> well, um, you, well the rules are you can't, can't take it from your – you can take it from your – so standard don't, list. Don't or, say you can't, man. That was about to make me drop. Off that really you can was. you can take it from your standard list, or you or you can make an entire new 1,000 point list. The only thing it has to be a legal combatant list. That's one HQ and one troop, and it has to be from the same faction. I.e., if you play loyalists with your main list, you have to make a loyalist Sonatalis list, and vice versa with a traitor list. Yeah. So you you can't uh, you can't bunny hop between one side or the other. Um, you you got to stay with uh, stay with your faction the whole way through. Obviously, that will change should um, anybody drop out. We have to, things have to be rebalanced, but you know, shit happens uh, or source happens, as we say at work. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, you know that sort of stuff happens. So it's all good. Um, one thing that we want to mention, we kind of threw out last episode. Um, we are, um, oh, Christopher and I started up a, a, a joke between us on, uh, on Facebook chat that then became a challenge between the two of us. And then we then dropped it on Freddy that, um, we have issued a box dreadnought challenge. Yep. Because box dreads were people too. Um, and you know, even if the contemptors and the leviathans, um, are the cool guys who never look uh, at explosions, uh, even the Derodeo one looks a lot better than the standard box tread. To be fair, it really does. And that's a boat uh, on boat on legs, basically. <laughs> it, it is a boat. It's a boat on legs. It's basically like um, uh, oh, what's the? I can't remember the name of the the boat that the uh, that Kennedy served on. Uh, whatever the sort of gunboats they used to run oh. in vietnam and stuff yeah. but yeah it was just making me think of think of uh think of those with its anti-aircraft guns yeah and, uh, that sort of stuff um but yeah they're uh you know box dreads for people too they need to have some sort of uh love shown towards them so this is for the guys showing up to scandus the challenge is this we want to see you guys make a box dread look cool Cooler, coolish, cooler. Yeah, basically less like um, I don't even know what to say. A brick on legs. Um, so it's a conversion and painting challenge. Uh, do you want me to go, should I go through the details there, Chris? Or do you want yeah. to? Do yeah, please do it. Okay. Um, so it's to convert and paint a box dreadnought. Now it has to be appropriate to the 30k fluff and universe. So um, it's got to fit within one of the legions. It's got to got to work along those lines. Um, so it can be legion or black shield, traitor or loyalist. It's up to you, but it needs to fit in. So if you're thinking, I really want to paint a grey knight uh, box dread to make that look cool, it's not going to fit. I, I don't see a way of making it fit. If you can, you can find a way of making it fit. I'd be very impressed, and you might earn some bonus points. But 
it's GW plastic box dreads ideally um, forge world uh, ironclads and you know that sort of the, basically the castiferum frame is fine no contempt to parts so no cool looking contempt to claws or contempt to set weapons or anything along those lines has to be box dread setups or just using the contempt of legs for a box dread that's not a, that's not really appropriate either no no can't do that it has to be the the, the sort of base standard kit that's got to be in there so the no knees Vern Troyer kind of look. Um, sorry, that was a bit harsh, really. But Vern Troyer's got knees. But uh, yeah. you know what I mean. Um, and make it look cool and distinctive. And what will happen is we will do a judging of that on, let's say we'll do it on the Saturday night before we all get completely pissed um, and blind drunk. And the winner will be, well, we say we haven't set it out 100% yet. There will be at least three prizes. I'm putting in a limited edition uh, print of the Emperor's Palace, uh, or the part of the walkway to the Emperor's Palace. Freddie has said he will throw in a Mark IV uh, Forge World Tech Marine, and I think Chris is having a look for something at the moment. Yep. Uh, in worst case scenario, you're just going to get the hug, but uh, I'm working on something better than a hug. Hey, a hug is, hug is, hug is for all people. A hug, yeah. hug, a hug has no gender. It is all fun. Yeah, but imagine a hug after like six or seven hours of gaming. Imagine the person you're going to hug has been playing yeah. for six or seven hours, so you're probably fine. That's what uh, I'm worry, worrying about. So, uh, yeah, so that's <laughs> what we're going to do, a box dread challenge. So, um, but the, here's the thing. If any of the listeners uh, think, hell, I went in on that action, go for it. Well, what, we'd, what we'd like to see is as many pictures of the dread when it's done as possible, and... We're not going to be doing this, uh, judging this until the, the night of the 15th of October. So you've got a bit of time. We will specify this a bit more probably in our next episode. Um, and we'll definitely post something up on our Facebook group. So our Facebook page, sorry. So you've got information about it all. Chris is working on that uh, as we speak, I believe. Yep. And uh, yeah, so that's important to do. And there's also, also this, uh, if you could please just send up picture of the dreadnought before you build it or paint it it would help a lot just to make it a coherent challenge yeah and that's for the ones that's for the ones on scanners we trust you guys we really do but you know if you're in for the challenge show us the start show us the finish we'll see which is the best one and we'll have some fun with it yeah because it's it's, uh, after all just to have fun it's not mandatory for anyone but if you want to the challenge is there and if nobody else does, it'll be me, Chris, and Freddie fighting it out to who gets the, who gets the post of the the uh, the Tech Marine and the hug. <laughs> and I'm rooting for Tech Marine because I already own the poster. So uh, and, and uh, we are gonna do the. It's not. It won't be chosen by us hosts. No. It'll be a open vote on the Scandus. We'll, we'll make it an open vote between the players on Scandus. Exactly. So it's so it's fair, unbiased, and that way I still I'm still within a chance of getting that Mark IV Tech Marine. So I'm a happy man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, guys, get involved. Uh, we'd love to see that happen. Uh, we'd also like to uh, sort of jump over to a bit of a social media shout out now. So like we've mentioned in the wrap up here and sort of throughout the podcast, you can find us on Facebook at the Varangian Heresy podcast. Um, you can find us on Twitter uh, at Varangian Heresy and email is the Varangian Heresy at gmail.com. Uh, give us give us a shout with what you're working on. Um, I want to give a big shout out 
to um, Paul Spuddy Shaw for sharing his work on his plastic card um, Spartan. Dude, that is just seriously serious skills there, man. I mean, I, I'm I'm working on a, a, a project of building my own Spartan. I I don't think I'd have the 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 stones to have a go at a plastic one, plastic card one straight up. Um, so big up. Well, to I think I think cool. I built I think I converted one previously, so I yeah got the, probably all the small details worked out for this one. Fair enough, man. But still, all power to you, brother. Really, Ooh, yeah. all power to you. That is not something I would be having a crack at on my own. Um, <laughs> first time out, or you know, literally first time out of plastic uh, plastic card conversions of vehicles. That's that's a beast. Well done to you. Um, and the other is to uh, Trevor Goddard, who seems to. Um, I think I should apologise, but I'm not going to. Um, has kind of got hooked on the idea of orcs from Ulano. And Trevor, man, all I can say is beautiful work, beautiful work, and it makes me makes me feel even better about my plans to do something with them in the future as well. Um, you do some seriously good work, man. Keep it going. Keep posting it on the page. We love to see what's happening. And just so everybody knows, whilst it's a podcast-specific page for us to talk about and show about what we're doing and um, to pimp our episodes and stuff, we're all about um, growing the game. So please share your stuff on the on the podcast and ask for feedback. We'll get involved, get other people involved. It, you know, we should be seeing that sort of stuff as a community coming out and just talking about what's going on. Um, it would be very cool to see that. Uh, and that that is also true if you got a list or piece of piece of fluff or a t- terrain idea or whatever. Yeah, definitely. Email you could if you don't want to put it on the Facebook page, just email it to us and we can go through it either in private or on the next episode. Yeah, or whenever definitely. we manage to read it, so, so to speak. Yeah. And and um yeah, if you've got army list ideas, anything, I mean hit us up. We we are first and foremost, we are fans of the game, fans of thirty K. We absolutely love fluff, we love building. I mean I build commission tables in my spare time. I love converting stuff. I love building terrain. Uh, Chris and I bounding ideas back and forth about that sort of stuff all the time. And we've all heard just how much terrain Freddy's built just to get <laughs> Lincoln up and running. Although yeah. I think if we mention Rise of Rust to him anytime soon, he might have uh, PTSD flashbacks from that. So I think we'll let that one go for for an episode or two. But we'll definitely be talking about it in the future. I think that's kind of one of the things that's on our, yep. our plans as well. And... Um, yeah, I think the the last sort of thing I want to, to mention more than anything else is uh, other podcasts because we've been very lucky to get some shout-outs uh, to help get us uh, noticed in the community. So first off, big shout-out to uh, the Aussie boys down there from one from one Pommy to uh, the descendants of Pommy criminals. Um, thank you very much, brothers. We greatly appreciate the shout. Um, from To our uh, ex... Uh, ex-colonists over in um over in canada to the uh, age of darkness now i know jp's going to shout at me um but you know at the end of the day canada was there yes there was french canada french canadia but yeah we gave you the stanley cup man don't don't argue you know lord <laughs> stanley was from england so you're gonna have to settle that one with us at some point and just say thank you very much although you do have justin trudeau which is kind of the coolest politician on the planet right now 
So I don't know. Maybe, maybe we call that a no score draw. I, we'll work that one out. And then um, to the, the states where you've got the guys on Seize Initiative who uh, talk about uh, 30k and love them for that. And the It Will Not Die podcast guys, you do. You guys do some great work. Um, again, I've uh, I've picked up a, a dice bag through those guys on uh, an Instagram on a Twitter. Uh, competition so i'm not pimping them out because of that but because i actually really like what they do um and then there's the forgotten legion guys all the way down south uh, in texas the lone star state i mentioned them before um yeah you guys do some seriously awesome if not slightly weird shit as well but maybe we just lay that at josh's feet i don't know um am i missing anyone chris is there anyone you can think of that we should be shouting out well we could probably shout out our season podcast here in the the cold, harsh north. Yes, we uh, should. North and heresy. Yeah, Jens and Linus, you have every right to pimp slap us on your next episode for believing it to last. But that's still last, right? You know, we, you know, we say that with love. Last but not least. Yes. In other words, we're making sure you get the biggest and longest shout out. And yeah. I can keep talking to make sure that, that you keep getting the longest shout out. <laughs> but no, to, to uh, Jens and Linus, who uh, are doing the Northern Heresy podcast. And uh, just uh, like they're, they have they're on episode five this week i think i believe so yeah today are probably probably still going strong hopefully yeah we're, of recording. <laughs> we're, we're gonna come and get you boys we're gonna i don't know double up some episodes in a week and see if we can catch up with you we'll we'll, we'll see what we do but so uh, we're yeah. just gonna do like a 30 minute episodes from now on <laughs> 30 minute episodes well, until we hit triple figures and go right now we can breathe yeah <laughs> we're we're in with a proper shout then um but no in all seriousness power to you guys uh, we love having you on here as well. We're going to get Jens on here and Linus on here at some point in the future. And uh, I'm sure we'll do back and forth as well. And I think both of them will be at uh, Scandus. So. Oh, I, I know Jens is definitely going to be there. I think, I think Linus is as well, actually. Awesome. I think Jens, Jens has been touting his um, his Dark Angels, possibly. Yep. It's, uh, it's a bit of a shame because I was hoping to team up with his word, World Eaters. But hey. What are you going to do? If the, bo- the boy wants to play a trader, he'll play a trader either way. He just won't admit it when he plays the First Legion. Um, so, yeah, so I think, that, I think that covers pretty much anything. Can you think of anything else we need to say, uh, bring up in the wrap-up, Chris? Well, I think you got uh, the usual saying at the end. Yeah, we could we could wrap up with that, but uh, have no fear. Freddy will be uh, back from the wilderness with all his uh, James Bond stuff we talked about before. Yeah, and uh, painting styles and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm sure he's discovered a few new um, uh, fluid styles whilst being out in the field. So we'll uh, we'll talk to him about that when he comes back. So other than that, uh, it's just uh, time to say goodnight from me. Good night from me. And um, yeah, let's wrap it up and say, remember, treat life like 30K. Be angry in the streets, be fulgrim in the sheets, and try not to lose your head. Good night, guys. We'll catch you in the next episode. Good night. Good night. Let the boys